1: And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano.
0: All right, it's Thursday, June 16th. Good morning, Kathy.
2: Good morning. In the news this morning, Atlantic City casino workers on Wednesday authorized their leaders to call a strike against the gambling houses if new contracts are not reached by the beginning of July. Members of the Local 54 of the Unite Here Union authorized their negotiating committee to call a July 1 strike against the Borgata and the three casinos owned by Caesars Entertainment, Caesars, Harrah's and Tropicana, hmm. and a July 3rd strike against hard rock if new deals are not in place by then union president bob mcdevitt said 90 percent uh, sorry 96 percent of the several thousand union members who cast ballots did so in favor of authorizing a strike contracts expired over two weeks ago and talks have yet to reach a deal
3: you think they're they're sort of left with a unique opportunity because of what they do what if they were to go to the roulette table yeah. have their contract <laughs> demands right and just go for
2: it. <laughs> and see what happens see what happens the yes vote will not result in an immediate strike. It simply gives the union negotiating committee, uh, comprised of workers from all nine casinos, the power to call a strike. McDevitt says agreements have been reached with Valleys and Ocean, so they will not be struck. Resorts and Gold Nugget are in the yellow zone, and the rest are in the red zone. He said. Union members said that they are ready to walk out if the call comes. The union says it is seeking significant wage increases in the next contract to help workers deal with the financial setbacks caused by the coronavirus pandemic and rapidly rising prices. The union Union went on strike in 2004 for 34 days and walked out against the former Trump Taj Mahal Casino in July of 2016, which ended with the casino shutting down in October of that year. It has since reopened under new ownership as the Hard Rock. Montgomery County officials announced charges Wednesday against a Philadelphia man accused of selling homemade drug-laced edibles to children. 20-year-old Quashan Rice was arrested on felony drug trafficking charges. Investigators in Montgomery County say Rice had been delivering the THC-laced snacks to children as young as 11 years old. Police say the edibles were sold through an Instagram account called Top Two Treats and delivered directly to middle schools, high schools, and public parks. According to authorities, the investigation into Rice began on May 10th when an officer responded to the East Norton Middle middle school cafeteria when the school staff members believed a student had been provided an edible marijuana snack without his knowledge and became sick. The student recalled eating a rainbow colored Rice Krispie treat given to him by another student. That student then confirmed purchasing the drug-laced edible from the Instagram account. Officials say once the once Instagram disabled the Top2Treats account, Rice continued the illegal sales activity on a new account, top treats 4 at, uh, at the time of his arrest, officials say they recovered a ghost gun in addition to THC-laced edible materials. So,
3: does anyone know uh, with all of the you know the, the the uh the medicinal marijuana and recreational and uh, how much of that is edibles how many none of it in percentage wise right so but in general, what is prefer Is, I don't is know. the edibles aspect of it large uh yeah
0: they're yeah. quite popular yeah yeah absolutely but i I don't know versus you know the flour versus uh, right. the uh, the oils and vapes what and stuff the like that. what who who buys what where they are both available? I would imagine I'm just guessing that the uh, that the smoking of it would probably sell more. Right. But these uh, are but I mean I even know.
2: the guy selling was only 20 years old and then he's selling to kids as young as 11 That's years old. It's horrifying. Oh yeah. I mean? yeah. These yeah, are yeah. like yeah. The, snacks like the one kid didn't even know what he was eating. I'm he talking was having
3: a it, rice in tree. the legal realm like yeah, in yeah. New Jersey now you can purchase right? You, edibles are purchasable in Jersey or I are don't they not? know. I, I don't know uh, uh what the rules uh, the laws are in New
0: Jersey uh, as far as because I know you can't get al- edibles in Pennsylvania. So huh. um you can get pill forms but you can't get uh, the the edibles. It's
4: weird because I you know it might have been the case that like only edibles were available in new jersey at one point i mean it's all um
3: i mean it's all recreational it's very there confusing now. As, as someone out of yeah. the comp- out of the of lot. i have no <laughs> idea what's legal what's not what's preferred what's not
2: Montgomery County District Attorney Kevin Steele says they will be seeking a long state prison sentence sentence so that Rice will be uh, in a place where he won't be able to harm any more children. Rice is currently being held on $95,000 cash bail at the Montgomery County Correctional Facility. A preliminary hearing is scheduled for June 27th at 1245. Chad Cinco is soaking up Philadelphia. He's been spotted all around town from pro- professional sports games to sampling the local fair. But it was one dining experience that not only went viral but left a center city waitstaff with an unexpected gift. I actually didn't know who he was, said Sarah Morrison. I know the name, but I'm not a sports girl. Sarah Morrison says that she was uh, the waitress who served Ocho Cinco at Green Eggs Cafe. Hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, according to his social media page, the former NFL player is in town uh, for the next two months and stopped by the popular cafe on Sunday. He was super nice, very chill, the server said. Uh, Marson says she didn't expect what would come next after dropping off his check. Green Eggs Cafe is cash only, and Ocho Cinco left her a thousand dollar tip. Wow! The wait staff pulls their tips, so everyone working that day benefited from the generosity of Ocho Cinco. Uh, he went on Twitter to say that the manager at the cafe was very helpful in assisting, and that Philadelphia has been a great experience for him.
3: Green Eggs has catered some stuff for us in the past. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. great! great. great. Yeah. So, I don't think the ones that do the—is um, it the Red Velvet?
2: They do like all French kinds toast. of all the, yeah, those yeah. like crazy French toast. Their Instagram account is like I follow them, and when a picture pops up, <laughs> I'm like, hungry. "Oh my god!" I didn't realize they were cash only. Yeah, me yeah, neither. Yeah.
4: But I, I I knew that Chad was going there. I've been following him on Twitter uh, ever since he started like training here in Philadelphia, and so I have no clue why he's here. But he's said that he's here until August, and that he loves the city so much he's thinking about you know.
3: Calling
5: this place home. No, to, I don't know if he's to just... To be honest, you
3: know, I understand he <clears throat> yeah. talked to Bradley Cooper, who told him about this show. That might have been man. it. Casey, might uh, might come been. listen to it.
5: I saw John Clark uh, from NBC Sports Philly uh, reported the other day that he's in town training with a fighter. But I don't know what that means. I don't
4: yeah. know if he's
3: training to fight or if he's just That's all here I know. to work out. Yeah, it, okay. he,
4: he's up training. He's going on these long runs and weight training and stuff like that. Oh, man.
3: Maybe. maybe a celebrity <laughs> boxing match with Black China.
6: <laughs> mm. <laughs>
2: Uh, well, he's being very generous while he's here—a thousand-dollar tip yeah. uh, for a waitress or an entire wait staff at Green Eggs Cafe. Very nice of him. All right, in sports this morning. <laughs> Garrett Stubbs hit a three-run home run with two outs in the bottom of the ninth inning, sending the Phillies to a 3-1 victory over the Miami Marlins yesterday afternoon at the ballpark. I heard him say, like, I don't know if that was his first that wasn't his first ever, right? No, first walk-off. For, okay, and, yeah. and he was like, I don't do this. I don't hit home runs. Yeah. Like, he couldn't wow. believe it himself.
6: That's awesome.
2: Kyle Gibson pitched eight-plus innings for the Phils before Connor Brogdon got three outs in the win. The Phils now travel to Washington as they open up a five-game series against the Nationals. Zach Wheeler will get the start tonight. The first pitch is scheduled for seven o five. In the Stanley Cup Finals, the Avalanche beat the Tampa Bay Lightning, winning 4-3 last night in overtime. Andre Burakovsky scored a minute 23 into overtime to give Colorado the win in Game 1 and put the Avs up in the series. Game 2 is on Saturday night in Denver. According to multiple reports, the Flyers have offered their head coaching job to John uh, Tortorella. ESPN's Kevin Weeks first broke the news reporting that the team uh, and Tortorella were in late-stage negotiations, but a deal was not yet done. And finally, the NBA Finals continue tonight in Boston with the Golden State Warriors leading the Celtics three games to two. Tip-off is scheduled for 9 o'clock. And that's what I have for you this morning.
0: All right, thank you very much, Kathy. Welcome to Thursday morning as we're walk- watching the uh, week slide on bias. We have some stuff planned for today. We're going to have some guests in the program. We're going to talk to our friend actor, Daniel Roebuck. Yeah! Uh, because the Munsters... Film. They had a teaser. They've released it. It's clearly done and ready to go, and it's coming out sometime this year. Uh, he's playing Grandpa Monster. Yes, great, great choice. And we've talked to him uh, leading up to all this, but now we get a chance to chat with him and find out maybe uh, what's going to happen with the film and when we can expect
3: it. Well, the big question is, uh, is it going to be, like, 100% faithful? Are they doing, Yeah, Judging by the teaser trailer they released, which is an exact replication of the opening credits of the show, right. that might be the case, which would be great.
0: All right, and uh, we're going to talk to our very good, longtime friend, Cecily Tyne this morning, who's going to answer an interesting question. About uh, rain percentages because uh, this was Casey made this observation. You saw a tweet from uh, AJ Brown. Yeah,
4: so he had tweeted, and uh, when I saw what he tweeted, I was like, You idiot.
0: Uh, and apparently, apparently, he might be right. So so right. we so I don't ta- know. We'll, we'll get into the nitty gritty of it, <laughs> and uh, and those those percentages of rain that you've heard before might not mean exactly what you think they mean.
3: Right. So I think I'm. It's possible that I'm wrong on a lifelong perception. We'll find out. Yep. So we'll go. We'll go straight to the All source. Right.
0: And that is Cecily Tynan of 6ABC. So we'll get to her a little bit later on this morning. And uh, uh, just uh, hanging out and having a good time. Yes. stuff away, enjoying uh, our, our banter. Our post um, yeah. uh, sorority event. We had, it Glow. Last, we had it last night. A little yeah. tired, but we're, awesome. A little tired, but uh, definitely glowing, I would say. Glowing. That's a great yes. word. So, all right, we'll take a break. We'll come back in a second. We'll do business as usual. A stupid question in the entertainment report up when we return. So stay there.
7: Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Or check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on MMR's mobile app.
0: The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant
7: now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right,
0: we're going to give away a hundred fifty dollars to Show gift card for the stupid question. This morning, I ask you this: What kind of wine is made in the Spanish town of Jerez, or it might be uh, pronounced Yerez? I'm not sure, but it's spelled J-E-R-E-Z. But there's a specific hmm. kind of wine hmm. that is made in that town in Jerez. So, 215-263-WMMR, we shall see, test your knowledge of libations, so give us a call right now. I'll mention some birthdays today. Thursday, June 16th, Lori Metcalf of Roseanne, her sister Jackie, and an award-winning actress, by the way. Super talented. Also from Big Bang Theory. 67 years old You said
2: award-winning. What was her...
0: Uh, Emmy, she yeah. won an Emmy for for uh, Roseanne. Oh, for Roseanne, okay. You don't know, think of, of? I remember seeing her like in a like a tragic role one time, and I can't remember what it was. You
5: ever see Lady Bird? Yes, yes. Yeah. she's the mom, yeah. she's the mom yeah. in that. Yeah. She was great in that She was nominated for an Oscar for that No kidding Yeah, I didn't know that until just now But yeah, I love that movie it's, okay. I, I, didn't, I didn't catch it until later You know, A few years after it came out But man, is it good
0: I only give the one viewing I should probably
3: watch that again sometime yeah. You know what's cool in Big Bang Theory Is that she plays Sheldon's mom in the present And her own daughter plays younger her in young Sheldon Oh, that's really yeah. cool uh, So she is uh, 67
0: Nick, is this her IMDb? Yeah She's also the voice of Andy's mom in Toy Story. Oh, yeah. No. Toy Story 4, at least. Oh. I don't know if she's in all of them or not, but that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, Toy Story yeah, 3 t- as well. Oh, no kidding. How about that? I love oh, that. Man. All right. Happy birthday, you. You learn bro. things,
6: you
8: know? <laughs>
0: Joan Van Ark, who is on two uh, evening big soap shows. She was on Dallas. Oh, yeah. I don't and really remember and, her on Dallas, though. And also
3: Knott's Landing. Uh, yeah, man, uh, that my memory has
0: faded from
3: a lot of those she shows, more, especially Dallas. More prominent on Knott's Landing. Yeah. She was one of the main characters, and then she was on a sitcom. She has... Overdone it. Uh, she looks like a sleestack. stack now. She looks like a sleestack. stack. Yep. She's really gone crazy with that stuff. She was a naturally pretty woman. Very much And so. uh, has effed it up.
0: Yep, she is uh, 79 years old They say old that today. as a compliment.
6: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, we mean like that it, yes. with yeah. love. Yeah. We mean that with absolute love.
0: Um, we also have another birthday that has a little bit of a story behind it uh, here. It is Gino Vanelli's birthday today. So. Yeah! Yeah, so...
7: Uh,
3: greatest mornings of my life. Was watching Jackie Bam Bam oh my God. serenade Casey, Casey. <laughs> with Gino Vanelli
4: while it he's I, trying to work. It was, I completely lost my
3: baloney that day. I,
4: <laughs> and it
2: really didn't affect him, did it? It didn't.
3: No, he's, I so he, I, he's so wonderfully benign. He's such a great guy.
4: He I th- th- no, he felt bad. And then, like, it made me feel really bad because, I mean, I really did
0: lose my. <laughs> well, Aww. here's to, to explain before yeah. we go on the air, we're, we're all working. Okay, yeah. so we're all prepping, and Casey has a lot of work to do before the show. There are a lot of things that I could sit here and describe to you that he does it <laughs> would bore the living daylights out of you, but it's very uh, uh, involved things that have to be put in a certain order. And so he's trying to get his work done. He's he's focusing on his job, and Jackie <laughs> would sometimes kind of um, orbit around Casey, uh, Brie show, and just because he loves him, you and know. He wants to chat with him. And wants that, to talk to him, and Casey's trying to get work done, and so it was Gino Vanelli's birthday, <laughs> and Jackie was stuck on singing this song, singing the hook to this song.
4: I, never I had never heard this song before.
3: I brought it up on the air, and Preston had heard it, and yeah. so we were sharing. This was a big hit. Yeah. It came out. And so at some
4: point... Mm-hmm. He what? tells me it's his birthday. So, it, dude, it was today. It was June. It had to have been June 16th. And he's standing right, right
3: next to Casey, as Casey's clearly sending out. I'm hunched over working on yeah, yeah. my yeah. and yeah, and and computer. I, and I asked.
4: And I, there are many times I just asked him, like, "Hey, listen, man, I'm I'm so sorry, <laughs> but like, I, I'm focused here. I need to get I need to get my work done. Yeah. I, you know. What else? What else? What, what else can I tell you? Yeah. And, and he continued to
3: sing the song. I don't know
6: and then and when you reprimanded
3: here, okay, so when you reprimanded him, he's standing there, but he's so he goes, oh, sh- "Sorry, sorry," and then he's like, <laughs> like he started singing yeah, it yeah, softer. So he just sang it softer. Like, that's what I was asking him to do. And so... No, I want to hear it. Just sing it softer.
4: So I stood up. I just grabbed my laptop, and I stormed out the door behind you, Steve, and I kicked it open with my right foot, and I yelled as I walked out the door at the top of my lungs the F word. Just, just that. Not F you. Not F me. Just yeah <laughs> you know, and then I and I felt you know because he's so great he's so great yeah. and he's so
3: innocent, <laughs> you know like you know Childlike. And he, he to love the natch a child's love of Gina Vanelli, yes. <sighs> So happy birthday, Gino <laughs> and Ellie. We and I'm will
0: sorry, for, the, for the for uh, the the hit the, the the remaining future of this show. We will always celebrate Gino yes. and Ellie just because of that moment. So happy birthday to Gino, who is seventy today. By the way, uh, Phil Mickelson, uh, the golfer uh, who has gone on with the LIV uh, tour now. Uh,
3: now uh, he He's 52. is fifty-two. Um... What, did they give an estimate as to how much? <clears throat> he, he him over $100 million. It's yeah. effing crazy. Yeah, that's the, what yeah. I understand. So. PGA's, uh
4: stepping in and oh, there's, there's spending people. Yeah. And, yep. yeah. Yeah. yeah,
3: there's a whole big hubbub about that. Tiger was reportedly up close to a billion Yeah, like $900 million. Some, yeah, it's, so, like yeah. like it's, it's like a billion. Did you see the
4: dude get clocked with the, uh, <clears throat> the drive uh, at the uh, tournament this weekend?
0: Uh, was that this weekend?
4: Yeah, I, uh-uh. I think it was from this thing. Yeah, some dude, uh, off of the tee box, smashes the ball, and then the dude just goes down like a ton of bricks. Oh, really? Hit him in the head? Hit, uh, I think it hit him in the head.
0: Wow. Yeah. That hurts. He's, uh, 52 today. John Cho, the actor, Star Trek, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle, American Pie movies.
3: They're working on another Star Trek movie.
0: I love it. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited about that, and he celebrates his 50th birthday today, so a big one for him. Uh, Eddie Sibrian. Oh, the uh, legend on uh, Sunset Beach and CSI Miami, but he is the husband of Leanne Rimes right as well. There was a there
3: was a sort of a uh, cheating sort of thing going on with that. Remember the yeah. the original wife was not too happy as you would probably not be. Uh so he's 49 and then the last birthday is actor Daniel Bruhl. Uh,
0: who we know from uh, Winter Soldier, uh, Zemo is
3: that his name? I think Zemo. Yes,
0: Zemo. And he's also yeah.
3: in uh, 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 Falcon and uh, Winter, Winter Soldier. Wars, Soldier. As well, yep.
0: Yeah, yep. He's uh, also in movies like Rush and The Bourne Ultimatum. He's a real, really oh, good he's actor. Really good in Rush. Yep. He's uh, 44. He plays Getty Lee. Uh, no, that not that He's oh, oh,
5: okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's in The Bastards, in The Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. You're right. He's
0: That's the, where we first got to know him. He's the yeah. sniper that the movie was being made about. He's the actor, yeah. 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 And the
5: hero in the, of the uh, Nazi propaganda.
3: For he God. was also on the sequel, Rat Prick. Uh, he is so
0: good in that movie. Yes, he in, is. Uh, in Glorious Bastards. All right, so let's see if we can get an answer to Super Question this morning. What kind of wine is made in the Spanish town of Jerez? 215-263-WMMR. It is Joseph we go to. Hey, Joseph, good morning. What's up? Yeah, buddy. Gonna be,
8: uh, it's going to be sherry wine. Sherry, oh. yeah.
0: That is correct. <laughs> Hang on, Joseph. Uh, $150 Fogo to show. A gift card is yours. And Fogo is culinary experience and the best place to discover new favorites like their new bone-in ribeye and bone-in double-cut pork chop. As part of the Full Trasco experience, and you can make a reservation for Center City or King of Prussia at Fogo.com. I don't know if I've ever had cherry. I've used it in cooking many yeah, times. I know that
6: it
7: holds on,
0: according, according to Steve Perry, yeah. but I've never really <laughs> just drank it as a uh, as a, you know, like an after dinner drink or You're anything. You
4: supposed like to that. use that on snapper soup? What's the stuff you use on snapper
0: soup? I never not familiar. Okay, uh, I,
3: I've never is that had a snapper
0: soup, so I don't know. A case, yeah.
3: Hmm? Is that a pairing? A standard pairing? We you put
4: your... it on. Not you don't drink it with it. You, you oh. pour it on top. Yeah.
3: Oh. Okay. That sounds kind of
0: interesting. Nick is looking up snapper soup. Uh, it is a. Uh, it it is, is a
5: noteworthy a... soup, according to. Okay. This. <laughs>
3: What kind of description is that? Pull up the list of noteworthy <laughs> soups, please. Noteworthy is like is like conveniently located. Wait. Noteworthy. Bill, noteworthy. Bill has a list of them yeah. on yeah. his
0: uh, on his door yeah. at work to watch out for the noteworthy soups. He's just most mostly feared of those.
5: According. Those are the ones that, that noteworthy my <laughs> <laughs> According to food historian Janet Clarkson, the dish in which she described is one of several noteworthy soups. Ah,
3: okay. It became a, a symbol for civic I'd like dinners. i tell you about some noteworthy <laughs> soups that are really mixing things up on the culinary scene. Uh, by and the way. Let's start with snapper. Is
4: snapper, is it turtles? Is that turtle soup? Yeah.
3: Okay. Oh, it is? Uh-huh. It's not, it's
4: oh,
0: not, see, I was thinking snapper is the, the fish. fish. Not the fish,
5: no. Uh, oh, I, why would I, I you call see- it? Anything about uh, sherry though, Casey? I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, I'm, I don't know if you're wrong. I just don't see anything about it. Oh,
0: sherry. <laughs> <laughs> um, um,
6: yeah. I all, could
7: have some snapers, Could have some <laughs> It's a notable
6: soup.
0: All right. Uh, hold on. Just a touch of sherry at the end of a cream soup can enrich the flavor without adding too much in the way of calories. Uh, the sherry used when I cooked the wine, this is somebody who's writing this. Uh, into the recipe is usually a lesser quality that I keep around the kitchen, so I guess it just adds a little dash of flavor for your note,
3: noteworthy soup. So, like on a baked Alaska or something, when they ignite an alcohol, mm-hmm. is it sherry a lot? Oh, I don't know. I don't think so. Okay, uh, is it gasoline?
0: No. Sometimes uh, there's there are rums that are over a hundred. That's probably it. A uh, uh, hundred and fifty proof or something like that. That can uh, you, you know can, you get that big, big light flare up? Yeah. yeah, yeah, or grain alcohol. Uh, hang on, uh, Marissa just confirmed. Uh, this is breaking news. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I, on, this see, was just this session. was just handed breaking, to me. We go
3: to the culinary department of the President Steve Show, where reporter Preston Elliott is standing by with a breaking news story.
0: Steve, I've just been handed this report, and we are finding that sherry goes on snapper. That's according to bookbinders. So there you right. go. Thank you very much. Throwing it back to you now. Back to you in the studio. <laughs> Thank
7: you. All right.
6: More than... <laughs> <laughs> I, oh my God. I, I just
0: want to say we've spent 10 minutes on soup <laughs> and sharing. <laughs> he does have a great voice, doesn't yeah, he? Oh, he's he amazing. Yeah. I actually did a little deep dive into... We're doing entertainment news, right? Oh, yeah. I did a deep dive to- on uh, on YouTube. I fell yeah. into a hole of uh, of people that are analyzing Steve Perry's vocals, right? And some of the ranges that he hits in in a few songs, and it's just uh, the and these are singers breaking them down, like uh, exactly what frequencies he's going to with his voice, and it's insane what that guy could do. No. Yeah. Ah. yeah. All right, we're moving on. (laughs) So the WWE's 12-member board is investigating a $3 million hush-packed payment that Vince McMahon... (laughs) 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 All right, we're a little loopy, guys. Uh Payment that Vince McMahon paid a former employee after the pair allegedly had an affair. You're fired! According to a report from Wall Street Journal, McMahon paid the woman who was hired as a paralegal in 2019 $1 million up front with the remaining $2 million to be spread out over a five-year period. It's a nice
3: chunk wow. of hush.
0: Yeah, it is. Uh, WWE told the outlet that they are fully cooperating with the board's investigation and added the relationship with the woman was consensual. So for a preliminary investigation... Uh, so far, the preliminary investigation found the payments were made using personal funds. All right. Uh, Vincent, so was it wasn't
6: used
3: the company's funds. All right. Uh, right. So it's, it seems to be above board, but, you it's, know. If it, if it, right, the way it's described here and in the article, it's it's more just a controversial thing, but it's not, yeah. he's not being. Um, Doesn't sound illegal. Yeah. Uh,
0: Vince and Linda McMahon have been married since uh, 1966.
3: So, uh, I don't know. I mean, that's kind of, you know, that's. Their business, I guess? It sort of is, yeah. but it's the business also, you I know. And listen, when you're at that level or you're a figurehead, there's always people gunning for you and want to kind of move you out of the way. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we'll see how this goes. Amber Heard told Savannah Guthrie that she's looking
0: forward to being a full-time mom now that the defamation trial is in the past. Uh, During an interview that aired yesterday, uh, she said, I get to be a mom, like, full-time, you know, where I'm not having to juggle calls with lawyers anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And when asked what she'd tell her daughter about the trial experience, she said, I think no matter what, it will mean something. I did the right thing. I did everything that I could to stand up for myself and the truth. (laughs) And her daughter, uh, Unag... Hmm. Page, I guess. O O N A G H. I was not familiar mm. with that Ooba. name. Uba. Uh, Uba Page celebrated her first birthday in April. We actually have a clip of her talking about how she still has uh, some love for Johnny Depp. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of interesting. So let's check that out.
9: Absolutely. I love him. I loved him with all my heart. And I tried the best I could to make a deeply broken relationship work.
2: And. I couldn't. I have no bad feelings or ill will towards him at all. I know that might be hard to understand or it might be really easy to understand if you've just ever loved anyone, it should be easy.
3: Do you know she does she she credits him with teaching her how to properly eat out of a public bowl of nuts? <laughs> that he you're he not. gave her some tough love. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and taught her the hygienic way when you're when you're eating, at, you know, he had to come at her hard, but yeah. it really set her on the right path. 15 minutes. I've been watching you putting your big, fat fingers well, that's in not nice. your disgusting mouth, no, which is huh. filled with God knows what kind of bacteria. And then you take the same big, fat, filthy fingers <laughs> and you stuff them back into the bowl that is there for public consumption. What the what are you thinking, John? <laughs> well, I wasn't thinking, Jimmy. That was some. I'm sorry. sorry, she yeah, called. He calls him John. Yeah, it yeah, was a, yeah. it was a pet name. Right. So, they right. they both went by John.
0: <laughs> All right. So uh, I have a little info on Bam Margera. Uh, he is on his way back to the Florida rehab facility that he left from earlier this week. He was found in a nearby hotel after he was reported missing. Uh, sources close to the star tell TMZ that Bam shacked up at a hotel in Delray Beach. After bouncing from the rehab facility and cops and crisis intervention team located him yesterday and are escorting him back to the treatment center. He went back voluntarily, didn't fight it. Uh, The rehab manager says that uh, Bam is supposed to be there under a court order, which is why police were taking him back. Do we know what his status was when he was found in the hotel room? So he recently completed one year in the drug and alcohol treatment program and it is not believed that he has relapsed. Okay, great. But there's some uncertainty there because he's been off his medication since leaving the facility.
2: They said that uh, he left because he wasn't getting celebrity treatment like that he it. got at, at other um, facilities. Well, they're at this are giving one, him proper treatment. Proper treatment yeah, 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 that yeah. he's just kind of one of everyone who's there. Right. Apparently he got frustrated over it.
3: Yep, that he's not getting special treatment. So. Well, that's good because it's that it's what Dr. Mike refers to as boutique care where yeah. you have, uh, right. oh, it's okay. Your right. addiction
4: doesn't give you special treatment either. Right, right, yeah. Dude, John you know?
0: Mulaney uh, tells of his heading to rehab and I went to see his stand-up and it was so funny because he was preparing himself <laughs> for being the celebrity in the right, rehab yeah, yeah. center and, you know, all the questions that were going to come and he was <laughs> so dismayed to find out that not one person there had any idea who
7: he was at all. Right,
0: right, right. Like, none of the other patients were there. He was, he was a little hurt by that. Sure. You want to be the same. At first, he was dreading it because yeah, yeah. he's a celebrity and he's going to have to deal with this. But then, when the reality came true that he wasn't going to have to deal with it, he was hurt by it. <laughs> but uh, I guess Bam, yeah, wants a little treatment. But listen, they're going to have to give him... You know, the right amount of tough love and uh, and get him to uh, to bring things around. But he's a year in. Supposedly, he's doing well. Yeah, so yeah. We'll see how this goes. Uh, Zendaya has denied that she is pregnant after trending on Twitter over a TikTok prank. A fan created TikTok clips featuring a fake ultrasound edited to look like it was posted by the actress. Uh, the clip then cuts to a video of Kris Jenner dancing to Lady Marmalade. What? I don't know. Uh, of course, social media reacted swiftly, and people were freaking out over this whole thing. But Zendaya responded, said, uh, responded saying, uh, "See, now this is why I stay off of Twitter. Just making stuff up for no reason weekly." So she does. I saw do a it. similar
3: video, but it had Caitlyn Jenner doing the limbo. Oh, okay. How low can I go? I haven't
0: seen that yet. Charlie Sheen may not want his daughter to be on OnlyFans, but Sammy Sheen confirmed yesterday that her mother, Denise Richards, is extremely supportive. No uh the eighteen year old hosted a uh, room a q and a on Instagram stories where she also revealed that she will be focusing on body positivity mm-hmm. on the adult content subscription platform. <laughs> uh, I'm sure she has a great body she she does i saw she, she... i I've only seen her like from the waist up, and yeah, oh yeah, she's thin, very, very thin. So. She looks like denise Richards uh yeah, she's very very pretty um so she wrote uh, only thing that matters is making sure you're comfortable with what you're posting and remember that all bodies are beautiful. Your
3: daddy's little girl.
6: <clears throat>
0: Earlier this daughter week of a warlock. Uh, Charlie had said he does not condone his daughter's I don't position. like it. No. <clears throat> uh, but since he said since I'm unable to prevent it I all urge my her,
3: life i stayed on the straight
0: and narrow. I urged her to keep it classy, creative and not sacrifice her integrity.
3: You just, get involved with stuff like that and people think less of you.
0: Yeah. Just get on a uh, Mercury surfboard yeah, Mercury from Mars. Mercury surfboard and oh bang, bang
3: and hookers right and left. <laughs> Don't you have AIDS? Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, there's Yeah, that. that's
3: what you go to first. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Like, that means something. Yeah. So he's, uh... <laughs> I've been riding it on a, uh, a Mercury surfboard. Freaking surfboard <laughs> yeah. made of AIDS. Made of AIDS? Wait, what? Yeah, a freaking AIDS surfboard that I ride. <laughs> you would you would have to be his daughter and look look at him and go really i uh, know yeah real judgments at me really please yes exactly so <laughs>
0: Uh, Tom Hiddleston got engaged. Yeah. Oh, uh, 41-year-old he been doing lately, man? actor confirmed uh, his engagement to his girlfriend, actress, uh, Zoe Ashton. Uh, he Zowie Ashton. Zowie. I'm, I'm very happy. Zowie. I think she was in Loki, was she not? Um, you know what? I do not know that. Oh. Uh, Nick can yeah. do a little research on that, but, uh, yeah. cases he been kind of MIA? Yeah,
4: he was in, there was a, um, he was in the
5: night. Mm. That's a while ago. that I, I know. Night That's other manager oh, or something. Game, like. Yeah, Loki. I mean, and then they're doing. And then that the they're well doing another season. Say. Season two of Loki, and then there yeah, are a couple I other mean, things. I mean, good. Let's you you don't get overload on yeah. the guy. You know I I, mean?
3: love, I completely
4: yeah.
5: agree. Yeah, <clears throat>
3: you so, say there's a second season. use button? the
5: call button. Yes. Sir. Second season of Loki is coming. You just um, tell yourself I, I that. told myself
3: to use the cough <laughs> button. Uh you know what? I have to say, I I wanted Loki to be better this series. Everyone was delivering great performances. I, I just found it a little um confusing. Tepid.
5: Okay. Yeah. I found it confusing. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean yeah. like they went yeah. into multiverse stuff, but it's yeah. also where the Marvel universe is headed. Yep. So like if you're not into that. Um, that we're, we're going down that yep, path, yep, you yeah. know, and uh, Kang is going to be the next big superhero and blah, blah, blah. Kang? Yeah. yeah, Kang's the guy at the end. Kang's the guy that he who shall not be named or whatever when they go to that mansion in space. We can talk off air about <laughs> yeah. it. Wait,
0: wait, in, in Loki?
5: Yes. Okay. And then he's... Uh, I don't uh, remember. Uh, Alright, well, do you remember the end of Loki? I mean, I'll have to go back and,
0: and check it out. Listen, there's so much. I know. There's so many things, and after, you know, I've watched so many things, and after six, eight, ten months, whatever, i I've forgotten what's happened. What was I watching? I was watching the boys recently. That first episode. Yeah, you were. Hot. And I'm like, I forgot what happened in that last season. Yeah. I need to go back and watch it. You asked now. a
3: very so we're 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 recording another um, episode of the comic book gurus, and and you asked a question that I employed in that in that uh, podcast that we did. What do I need to know? Because I think you're yeah. to progress. Yeah. Like, Ms. Marvel, is that a necessity? Right. Uh, you know, and so I think at this point, we're asking that because there is a glut of stuff to consume. And you may just say this, you know, maybe this is not for me.
4: That's why I really do, like, on, in the beginning of the new seasons, when they do a nice little recap. Yeah. Doesn't need to be long, you know, five minutes max. But, like, give me a little recap of things that, like, I, I forgot about that are yeah. important. And, uh, and I'm good. I'm I need good. just
0: a little bit more than that. Like, i watched watch that, that recap thing, and I'm like, okay, that kind of brings me up. There's a whole lot of things that I uh, kind of missed out what on. What they but. should
3: do since they're online is is do like a, you know, whip up, a, like a Marvel was doing, Preston. They had sort of a... Um a guide to the character and right. what they'd been through. And oh they, yeah, yeah, they yeah. were really well done. Yeah,
0: yeah. All right. So anyhow, uh, yeah. T- Tom Hiddleston is engaged. Uh, he and Ashton's engagement, uh, freaking horns, was announced <laughs> in. Let's see. This is uh, people reported that they uh, their engagement in March uh, mm-hmm. after she was spotted wearing a diamond ring on her left hand at the British uh, Academy Film Awards, the Baftas, and Ashton was previously seen with the ring at the British Fashion Awards in November. Uh, Hiddleston and Ashen, uh met on the set of the play Betrayal in 2019. That was it. And made their red carpet debut at the Tony Awards in 2021. Yesterday, Taylor Swift. Uh, so, yep, so they are officially engaged. Uh, let's see, a couple more quick things here. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, Keenan Thompson has officially filed for divorce. A door opens and one closes. Uh, so he he filed for That's divorce the way of the world, man.
3: from his wife of 11 years, Christina Evangeline. I was sorry to hear this because I'd seen them together in an interview and it uh, seemed nice and good. According
0: to TMZ, the uh, sealed filing includes a request for a 50-50 custody split for daughters uh, Georgia Marie, who is 7, and Gianna and Michelle, who is 3. The outlet first broke the news that the couple had separated in April. Just because you're single, don't go crazy. Uh, Maisie Williams, the actress, recently revealed that she thought that her Game of Thrones character, uh, Arya Stark, was queer. Uh, The actress told Teen Vogue, the first time that I was surprised by Arya, I guess, was probably in the final season where she whips off her clothes and sleeps with Gendry. See, I don't remember that either. And i you watched don't remember that. that. No, oh, I watched yeah. it. You were massive. I watched the whole the thing three times. The boobies. She said, "I thought that uh, Arya was queer, you know," and I did too, to be honest. Game uh, of boobies. <laughs> uh, definitely. <laughs> um, uh, she says, "Yeah, that was a surprise." In her scene, the character sleeps with an old friend right before they uh, fight the Battle of Winterfell. Does
3: she not? Uh, is, is she not critical in offing one of the main villains? She's
0: very critical. All right, cool. Extremely mm-hmm. critical. Yeah.
3: Uh, Lionsgate announced Wednesday that
0: their Dirty Dancing sequel, starring Jennifer Grey, will hit theaters on February
3: 9th, 2024. You excited,
2: Kathy? Uh, I am excited. However, and maybe we talked about this and I just missed it, but the resort um, (laughs) that's like... And
3: the Catskills?
2: Well, Somebody said that it wasn't in the Catskills. No, it's in North Carolina. Yeah, my yeah. friends are going there. That They're vacationing there. They're doing a girls' group, and that's where they're going to vacation. Uh-huh. That's cool. It so was supposed
3: to be yeah. upstate New York in the Catskills. Yeah, but they actually yeah. right. shot, they it shot it in North, it North Carolina. Carolina. Yeah. So
2: they're going to where they <laughs> shot it in North Carolina. That's Asshole. like,
4: uh, what about Bob was, uh, you know, <laughs> like supposed to be in, Visaki. in Visaki, but it was in freaking Virginia. Freaking Virginia. <laughs>
3: <laughs> didn't they, uh, What? What? Uh, and didn't, uh, was it Toronto double for Philadelphia in... Uh, Jeez, Shazam.
0: Uh, mm, uh, I guess some of it, but no, they actually shot a little bit here. A lot of it we shot in Canada. So let me see what else we have here for you. By the way, uh, yeah, the baby returns to Kellerman's for what Deadline calls a story of summer, young romance, and dancing. So that is going to (laughs) happen. Speaking of dancing, West Side Stories, uh, Rachel Ziegler, Ziegler and Josh Andres Rivera are going to reunite on screen for the Hunger Games prequel. Uh, We already knew she was going to be in it. Uh, Lionsgate confirmed Wednesday that the real-life couple will appear in the Hunger Games, a ballad of songbirds and snakes.
3: So is this before they break up into the separate districts? Um, do we know this this it's, prequel it's, story? It's how they get to that. It's, okay. it's why the districts happen. And They're just
5: peckish at this point. Yes, they're not even really hungry. <laughs> Actually, under- no, yeah. no, 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 no.
0: Rivera is set to play a mentor from District 2 in the 10th annual Hunger Games. Huh. So it's earlier on. The, the games are going on. It's not pre Hunger Games and okay. how it came to us. So,
3: but it will be earlier on so in what, those games. When they were doing the Hunger Games in the movies, was uh, are they? It been going on for decades. Yes. Or, in wow. fact, it was. I believe.
0: So in the, in that final movie, they were doing what was called the Quarter Quell, and I think that might have been the seventy fifth.
5: Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, crazy Hunger
0: Games. Yeah. How long you stay hungry? Uh, yeah. Right. Seventy five years. Eat something already. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Ziggler will play a tribute <laughs> from district 12, Who's in up a food cart. And I believe district 12 was, um, Katniss's, uh, District, if I recall correctly. What did you I think mean, of that I, series? As you have learned this morning, I don't remember anything. <laughs>
6: yeah, I think. It was what I, did you think I, of the so, series?
0: I loved the books. I read yeah. all the books. I I read most of them in the bathroom here. Yeah, yeah. At yeah. One yeah. Ball Plaza. I would go. When anytime time I would go to take a dump, I would take the book in with me and read right, it. Yeah.
2: Wait, seriously?
0: Yeah, seriously. Oh. Yeah. And uh, and I loved the book series. The, uh, I didn't think the movies quite They've captured done. it as well.
3: Of, but of they were good. Of the three, the first one, the best. Um yeah probably. Okay. Yeah. Uh
2: District 12 is the home of Katniss. I didn't read That's the books um and I loved the movies. Okay. I thought they were amazing. Okay. But uh, I, you know, that happens a lot if you read the book yeah, first.
0: There's more detail. Yeah. It's it's the, the way the book is it's from a uh narrative point of view. It's like it's uh narrated by Katniss. the whole thing so you hear a lot of what's going on in her head See, and you kind of miss out on that they, in the movie.
3: Like uh. sometimes like in the Batman they included they included um, a a voiceover of him explaining some inner thoughts, and I thought that was very cool. You need it sometimes. What? Uh, no, well, they've
0: come up with a new character for me, they being uh, our audience. Preston is the forgetterer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I got it wrong. Uh, apparently, Virginia is where... Virginia, okay, Virginia Virginia is where okay. Dirty Dancing was filmed, not okay. North Carolina. Oh my God,
4: wouldn't it be crazy if Dirty Dancing and What About Bob
0: were filmed on the same lake? Yeah, that would yeah, be why. Yeah, so <laughs> would it be Dirty Bob or Forget About Dancing? <laughs> I would say Forget About Dancing. <laughs> forget-
2: <laughs> Never forget about dancing. <sighs> okay, so
3: <laughs> I think we can move on to the clips yeah. now. <laughs> I was on that lake right my surfboard made it AIDS <laughs> <laughs> All right here we go. Uh,
0: yes. Emma Roberts is not one to shy away from a horror scene and in this clip she describes how her role in abandon is like unlike any other that she has portrayed. here we go. <laughs>
7: It was playing like a very real grounded person, but in this kind of, you know, thriller, psychological horror kind of world. This was fun for me because I'd never played a role like, like I did in Abandoned with Sarah, you know, being a new
3: mom
8: and struggling with her marriage and with her new kind of life. And so so it was fun to take on something that I'd really never done before. Yeah!
0: Mm-hmm. Abandoned. <laughs> Abandoned is in theaters tomorrow. All right, next clip for you. Chris Evans is going to Infinity and Beyond to make his version of Buzz in the in Lightyear. And here, Chris talks about transforming Tim Allen's iconic role
3: into his own. Luckily for me, the character is supposed to be the human version of the toy. So you can use what Tim did and just kind of move upstream. And, and it was tough to feel comfortable not just doing a Tim Allen impression. But, but over time, again, with, with the, the subtlety of the writing, you end up finding... These nuanced interpretations of a character that I was familiar with, while still uh, adding my
5: own interpretation. <laughs> <laughs> I saw some people complaining online that it wasn't Tim Allen in this movie. It's yeah, it's Patricia two, Heaton. Yeah, it's, in particular, it's, it's two different it's a, characters. It's a different character. Yeah, yeah. and she's uh, going to stick
3: up for you. Know? Yeah, but Yeah, their buds. Yeah, but, yeah, but I mean, it's they're two different characters. Yeah, so that that, that was the delineation they made right from the get go. Right, he was playing a, the a real version of a. You know, they explained it. That's okay.
0: Yeah. I yeah. think that
3: makes sense. That works.
0: Uh, Lightyear is in theaters tomorrow. So, by the way. All right, there you go. That is what I have in the entertainment Freaking animated. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, so, we're going to have on the program uh, this morning Daniel Roebuck, our actor buddy who is starring in The Monsters, his grandpa monster, and it's coming out this year. They released a trailer, so we figured we'd do a little check-in with him yeah. and see what we can expect. And also, we're going to talk uh, to Cecily Tynan. Uh, kind of a, a check-in about, number one, we'll get our weather forecast. Yeah. It's good like that. But, um, yeah, there was a, a tweet that was kind of uh, intriguing. Uh, yeah. Casey found this, and we'll uh, we'll mention that a little bit later on when we get Cecily. on. we're going to take a break. We'll come back in just a moment. So I hang with us this morning. We'll be right back.
9: HD. It ain't just for your TV anymore. Use your HD radio to hear the best-sounding MMR there is. Plus, enjoy MMR HD Two, the MMR Archives Channel. Everything that rocks never
6: sounded so good.
0: Hey, by the way, I saw this little bit of info this morning written down on a little sheet of paper, and apparently, the 17th annual eye Bleed for President Steve Blood Drive is full. The wow! Our uh, wow. yes, our oh. donation times are full. Apparently. Woof. From what wow. I have been told, uh, so... Both locations? Uh, yeah, it says here, thanks to everyone that made an appointment, all donation times are full, Damn. except for a few special donation types at the Oaks location in the afternoon. So those are like the double red or yeah. plasma. So you can, lo- amazing. you can look into that. <laughs> uh, and so uh, one of the things that we haven't mentioned or had a chance to mention yet is not only will we, the president and Steve show, be broadcasting live at the Oaks location. Uh, Pierre Robert will be coming up after us and doing his show live there as well.
3: We This is as big a execution of the blood drive as we've ever done. So, so and
0: Because at Live Casino, then yeah. you have
3: Brent, Jackie, and Sarah, and they will
0: be checking in. Steve and I are going to do a little flyby as well and say hello, and they'll be doing check-in, check-ins on the air. So this is... This is kind of, it seems like it's slowly turning into what we've done with the Camp Out for Hunger, as it used to be just us alone, and yeah. then uh, uh, every year we kind of added a little bit more of an element to it. But the, listen, it's the largest blood drive in the country. So, you know, we're, we're put, throwing the full support behind it. Here's
3: what I want for you, because you were there in spirit when we broke the record and did that, you know, right. that accolade, and then we went right into COVID. Yeah. Um. So that obviously impacted. If uh, you, Again, we don't ever said... What we'd like to hit or goals or so on and so forth, yeah. but it'd be nice if if we could do make this one the biggest of yeah. them all in the country, break yeah. our own record, it'd yeah, be awesome. Yeah. So uh,
0: thank you everybody for signing up. Just yeah. make sure you show up and also do yourself a favor and check the uh, qualifications, the guidelines that we have at presidentsteve. dot com. Um, and, uh, that way if for some reason you don't qualify because of travel or medication or a medical condition or something like that, uh, I can open up a spot for somebody else and save you some time as well for driving out and then having to just be sent away. And also, uh, keep in mind that you can pre-register yes. and save yourself some time as well. If you go to presidentsteve.com and that way you'll fill out the information and, uh, and have that ready to go and just avoid that step while you're there. So you can get that done, too. So make sure that you uh, you go for it. But thank you. We're excited about yes. this. Yes. Coming up on the 24th. Yeah. It's a week away. I, I know. It's We've crazy. already sold out. Yeah. It's fantastic. I love it. All right. So uh, I think it's time to open up the shop. we got right, head
3: down to the general store.
0: We got some product to move. So. Says
3: Preston Elliott, the proprietor, now known as the forgetterer. That's
6: <laughs> <laughs> Hey,
0: mister. <laughs> the forgetterer. Uh, we're going to start in the entertainment section. So uh, a, a concert has been canceled. It was a sold-out show. Um, and the venue is the Market Hotel uh, in Brooklyn. And uh, it's kind of interesting that it's canceled because the performer, uh, Ronald Reagan assassin John Hinckley, Wait, attempted yeah. a Ronald Reagan assassin, John Hinckley Jr. This sucks because I bought the VIP package. Oh, my God, God re- the meet and
6: greet, thing? Yeah, the whole yeah, thing. The
0: whole thing. Uh, so he was released from all court oversight earlier in the day, uh, more than four decades after the 1981 assassination attempt. You've out. got to be effing kidding.
3: Right, he crawls out of his this grave. This son of a bitch takes a few shots at me and he's in concert? Uh, the what now- is he, Millie Vanilli? The-,
6: <laughs>
3: <laughs> the now 67-year-old... I'm not going to blame it on the rain. I'm going to blame it on this jerk-off. <laughs>
0: The now 67 year old Hinckley has turned to writing and playing his own music since being released from a mental health facility several years ago. I remember, Steve, after he had, uh, you know, had the uh, uh, attempted to kill the president. Yes. um, And they started doing a dive into, you know, his his, uh, clear mental illness and and deranged uh, uh, state of mind at that time. There was a an audio recording of a song that he had written about Jodie Foster, and they played that on the news, and it, like, chilled me to the core. I'm like, this is a crazy person singing
3: this song, obsessed with her, and I was like, wow, man, it was terrifying to me. I know you and I are kind of into a lot of this stuff, just fascinated, like, you know, like, Mindhunter and things like that. Sure. Uh, A lot of these guys end up putting music, you know, creating music. Manson was big into that. So, um, yes, uh, the story, we have the author of the book, and I read it, and I can't believe I'm forgetting the title of the book, about the whole, uh, that day he was actually en route to kill Jodie Foster, and this was because, you know, he's one of those things where I love her so much I have to kill her. Right, yeah. Uh, I kill the thing I love. Yeah, you possess Uh, them wholly. That that plan changed because en route he stopped by and figured, well... Let's take a crack at this. So he had
0: uh, any idea how he knew that the president was going to be exposed and going somewhere?
3: Or uh, that I, no I forget. Idea. Okay. He, I mean, it was it was in the news that he was speaking. He was, okay. you know, it was leaving a speaking engagement, and yeah. uh, and and that's what happened. I've been to that hotel uh, more than once, and
5: Steve, you know, just talking about sort of being fascinated by those places. I, I walked. Where the assassination yep, attempt happened, right where, where James Brady got shot, right? Um, and it, it's eerie, you know, being sure. there. And, 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 right. and but I was curious because uh, you, your dad uh, lives near Texas, uh, near Dallas. Have you ever been to the yes. uh, book deposit? Yeah, Dealey Plaza. The Dealey whole Plaza. absolutely. Okay. I want to see that at some point too. And it's
3: it's you know sometimes you will go to a place and like when you go to the Alamo and it's it's uh, you know it's next to a strip mall or whatever. Yeah. But Dealey Plaza looks like Dealey Plaza, okay. uh, you know, save for a couple of things, and it, it is it is. Fascinating and weird and, and, uh, and you know, sort of the same vibe there. My brother was working the detail. It was common for him to be on the detail protect, protecting the president, secret service. And that day, or a couple of days, he had been sick, so it was not at work. He would have been there. So
0: I'm going to play a little clip of him singing here in just a second. But the now 67-year-old Hinckley has turned to writing and playing his own music. Like I said, uh, the venue said in a social media post they'd canceled the show after a lot of serious consideration... They said, and after being presented with and reflecting on some very real and worsening threats and hate facing our vulnerable communities, they said there was a time uh, when a place could host a thing like this, maybe a little offensive, and the reaction would be, it's just a guy playing a show who, uh, who does it hurt? It's a free country, uh, but we aren't living in that kind of free country anymore for better or worse, they said. Uh, It also stated that Hinckley's tour, quote, sends a message that mental health issues and criminal past can be... Uh, recovered from and atoned for <laughs> after serving one's debt to society and getting real treatment. Uh, so
3: you want to hear a little bit of? Incident? Yeah, oh yes. Hear, yeah. Prepare to have your perception of music real oh,
6: restructured. Real. You should have been gone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, He's good. Got a wow, good voice. What a voice on here. Yeah. Yeah.
5: <laughs> Hang on. Uh, you want to go back? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's hear that. You, know. you should have been
3: gone.
0: Okay, Knowing let's rethink this show. That guy
3: can yeah.
6: sing. Yeah, you feel <laughs> should have been gone. Yeah.
3: Him, he's damn good. Yeah. He named that one O. Jody. It's, oh, Jody. it's almost as if he's gone on a journey. <laughs> All right,
0: here we go. All this right. is actually him. Back it up a little bit, guys. Here we go.
3: Let's walk up to the preacher. Let us
7: say, I do. This is Don't be cruel, by the way. Then you'll know you'll have me. I know that I'll have you. Don't be cruel. Too
9: hard, that's true. One door
3: the love. Maybe it's just you I'm Oh
6: wow. That's so
4: Amazing, right. so good.
3: <laughs> wow. Okay. The guy sucks.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Let me shoot him. Oh my.
5: <laughs> he sucks, right? He sucks. Yeah, the but... big hairy one. Okay. <laughs> All right. Steve, wasn't there a notion a few years ago that um, if you made an attempt on the president's life that you would be in jail for life? Did I, Am I misremembering that? Yeah. You know, in, in this
3: case, so obviously, uh, I, there was a perception I had as well. Uh, there was an automatic. Yeah. But what happened to, like, Squeaky Fromm and um, uh, Susan Atkins? Susan Atkins. A- yeah. yeah. The, um, Susan Atkins from uh, the Manson, the Manson uh, family? Yeah.
0: I yeah. uh, don't know. I think they're all still in jail. Yeah. You know, but but they,
3: they're a singing group now. Oh, really? Ladies and gentlemen, you're here on a special night. <laughs> Everyone who's attempted to kill me has formed a band.
6: <laughs>
3: what
2: a special night. Right.
0: They could form a full band. All right, well, anyhow, they've canceled that show. All right, let's all right. move on to something else. a different department. Uh, let's go to the... Let's go to the uh, sex ed section. We have a sexual education portion of the general store. It's a huge store. So a recently released survey suggests that the over 50 crowd may feel more sexy and secure. According to the study, 41% of respondents over 50 said they feel more confident and comfortable in their own skin. They say that the uh, uh, people at uh, 53 Feels sexy now. Super sexy, huh? Yeah, yeah. 53% of people over 50 also said that they are sure of what they want in a relationship. Uh, the study was carried out by Our Time, which is an over 50s dating service. It's Our Time. So they're going. After I never
3: that. thought I'd find love again.
0: Yeah. So 50 people in their 50s feel sexy? I don't I, know compared I, to what? I think sex, gen- sexy
3: or sexier than right. people in their 30s? I don't know. I think in general as you get older you've this has also been a um this sort of um dovetails with other surveys and studies that you've reported on your your ability to um just be happier as you get older because yes. you've you've reached some uh, milestones that you wanted to hit. Yeah. You usually, you know, and also, have a better frame of reference. And, and also, maybe
0: not really caring as much what other people think about you. It does happen. It does you happen. You know, because it's like, eh, yeah. F it.
3: Yeah. Like, I wore shorts to a square dance last night. I know. <laughs> we had several people comment on that, by the I way. Know. You guys are wearing
6: shorts. like, yeah. Uh-huh. It's hot out. We are. And
3: that room, I'm glad I did. Be- well, we'll do the, the recap. like but a greenhouse. It was like a greenhouse. Yeah, yeah. That time of day, this time
0: of year, there's a lot of sun that comes yeah. into there. So, uh, But if you're in your 50s, it's you're, you've... Congratulations. Yeah, feel sexy. You're super hot. Congratulations all right, so, for you. All right, let's uh, move out of the store. No, I'm no, chubbing no, big no, time. The rubbers are over there. If you um, all, right, uh, all right, this is pretty wild. Uh, yesterday, Science and Technology Daily, a state-backed media outlet in China, published what could have been an exciting piece of news. Researchers recorded radio signals that looked like evidence of extra, extraterrestrial technology. Rogue blips from an advanced alien civilization made their way to Earth is the question. Well, maybe not, because the twist here is that we may have found, uh, isn't that we may have found aliens. It's that Science and Technology Daily quickly pulled that story from its website. So they they put it out, and then
3: they took it away. Well, so I heard from a number of different monitoring sources had picked up this audio um, signal. So, so there's uh, are they re examining it or are they. Refi- we don't know. Like, they just yanked it. So, I, I he heard I, it I sounded a lot like Steve Perry. Oh, oh I yeah. had no I idea. Been gone. Yeah. Oh, you hear it? Yeah, I hear it. Rolling there's a similarity. Yeah. yeah. Reaching out across uh, the
0: universe. Steve, I've only seen the one. There, there were two uh, yeah. that kind of reported this. So, the reported observations came from the 500 meter aperture spherical telescope, nicknamed Sky Eye. This thing is huge. It's, I think it's the biggest. Dish, uh, yeah. largest radio telescope in the world. It's like 1,600 feet. It's massive. So a few days ago, Professor uh, Zhang Tongji. Uh, chief scientist of the, listen to this title, chief scientist of the China Extraterrestrial Civilization Research Group of the Department of Astrom- Astronomy and <laughs> Extraterrestrial <laughs> Civilization Research Group of Beijing Northern Normal University. I just and-
2: got bored from the name. <laughs> yeah. right. uh,
0: so How do you re- fit that on a business card? Revealed that his team used the Chinese sky eye to discover several cases of possible technological traces and extraterrestrial civilizations from outside Earth. Uh, they said that these are several narrowband electromagnetic signals different from the past. What would aliens look like? And I the, had
4: three testicles.
0: And wow. the team is currently working on further investigation. So in 2020, they discovered two groups of suspicious signals of extraterrestrial...
5: <laughs> oh, man. It's a good bet the Empire knows we're here. Yeah.
0: Uh, Of extraterrestrial civilizations during the data processing of the China Sky Eye 2019 Synchronic Sky Survey Observations. Hmm. In 2022, the team found another suspicious signal from uh, exoplanet target observation data. This is suspicious. So they said the possibility that the suspicious signal is some kind of radio interference is also very high. We can't go on with suspicious signals. And needs to be further confirmed. Confirmed and ruled out. This may be a long process. They said
3: we get stuff like this. I mean, you remember they they actually were able to digitally translate what they believed was sound generated by the Big Bang. Do you mm-hmm. remember that? Mm-hmm. So uh, they're pulling in stuff now with these with these incredible and also the like the Hubble and the, the, the new one they just put into space that has it got a little bit of a ding on it. But it's um, it's gonna make the Hubble look like nothing. So this wouldn't be
0: the first time that astronomers have picked up radio signals that they couldn't immediately explain. A mysterious outburst from uh, Proxima Centauri was recorded in two thousand nineteen by researchers. Right,
9: good
3: morning, accentina serrari. <laughs> We're gonna have a great time today. Thanks for tuning in. Of
9: course, you got the big catch giveaway later on. <laughs> okay, this a
3: show. They got a morning shows. <laughs> <laughs> These are the radio signals.
0: Yes. That they're picking up from extraterrestrial morning shows. By the way, my
3: sleep number is Splorf.
0: Oh. <laughs> 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 oh my god! Oh my god! But there, it's adjustable in five different places you instead of just two multiple appendages. Yeah, like, yeah, uh, exactly. Two so spines. Splorf. That's your sleep number. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so. Two
6: years.
0: <laughs> uh, the signal lasted hours and was picked up by a uh, by Parks Observatory in Australia. Two years later, astronomers determined the signal was likely emitted from Earth in a way that fooled the telescope. So, ah,
3: <clears throat> man, fooled you, yeah.
0: Uh, in 2018, pull my finger. <clears throat> Canadian researchers caught a fast radio burst that was probably. An emission from a certain kind of new, a neutron star and I, rogue, rogue signal in two thousand fifteen was even tracked by, by a microwave, traced w- by a microwave.
3: When you were in Hawaii, you were you were close. Did you do Kilauea? No, 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 no. We weren't on the Big Island. We okay. were on
0: uh, Kauai, but while we were we were on Oahu and Kauai, but while we were there, because they have an observatory. Well, there was a big protest that was going on about right, that. Right, right. Oh. Uh, the um, um, the native Hawaiians, right, um, had not Samoans. Oh, uh, I thought they were. No, Hawaii. Native Hawaiians, Hawaiians, yeah, yeah. So the native Hawaiians, the Samoans are from Samoa.
3: So where, where is then? Because uh, I know that. Um, uh uh, Momoa, uh, uh Jason Momoa Jason was there Momoa? was protesting. I thought he was Samoan, um, I yeah. don't know, okay. but but anyhow no, but they, you... they they were
0: making uh it was ju- the protests were just starting to happen because of this observatory and it's on a sacred part of the of the mountain and and so on yeah and yeah, 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 yeah. expansions on and all this, but
3: I would love to go to at least I you know, yeah, uh, but uh, I'd love to go and um. And see one of these facilities and see what they're pulling in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Especially you know there,
0: there's there's very little light that they have to deal yes. with. It's crystal clear. They can see. It Would be amazing. Uh, and and of course you got the the elevation of the, of the mountain there too. But so
5: his last name is Momoa and it rhymes with Samoa. But yeah. he is Hawaiian. Hawaiian. There you go. All right.
0: Uh, so let's see what else we got here. How about he's also in Fast Ten by the way. Let me see here. I have a number of
1: what places. Is
6: Everybody!
0: Hey, hey. All right, let this is now. This is going to be. Okay. You guys are going to try this, and we can't do it, and it's really weird. But are you able to breathe in through your nose in the middle of a sentence while you are talking? <laughs> if you can do this without pausing to inhale. It's a rarity. Only one percent of people can actually do this. I don't. And
2: they, no, there's no, no way. way
0: they tend to be musicians.
2: Right, wait. So you can. So while you're talking, you're you breathing. You can exchange
4: <laughs> air in and out. I was breathing in my nose that entire time we were talking. While well, you have
0: to speak. To oh, I have it. to. Speak. Yeah.
2: Well, how um, how is that possible? Because so while you're talking, you have to you're... draw
0: air
3: into your sphincter.
0: So no, I had, I was I was reading this, and, and since it said they tend to be musicians, I'm assuming. It's akin to this. uh, If if you play a wind instrument, there's something called circular breathing that you can do, and the best way to describe it is it's kind of like a bagpipe. Okay, so um, you know how uh, bagpipes they fill up the bladder, right? That that big bag. Uh, and they keep squeezing it. They're blowing into that tube. They're not, the noise that you hear from that is not from them blowing into the tube. They're blowing in and they well, actually, I guess part of it does that. But anyhow, they're filling up that bag with air constantly and then they squeeze it with their arms.
3: That's why you hear you, that. Yeah, so you
0: the, the drone. Yeah. So you can kind of do that with your mouth if you play a wind instrument. And, um, and so. There, there are people that are good at it. They can hold a note, a single note, without it breaking, without a pause, for like. Hang on. So you can do it for like five minutes at a time, right? Or even longer. And you know yeah. who holds the world record for longest sustained who? note? Kenny G. Really holds the world <laughs> record for longest sustained note using circular breathing. The so what you do is, and and it looks weird because you will see their mouth balloon up like um yeah. like Dizzy Gillespie, right? And as they are, um, as they force the uh, the air into their mouth, they use simply their cheeks to push out the air, and at the same time, they're breathing in through their nose and they they keep they filling up their lungs. It's really complex. Don't right? think they could do it. Yeah, really hard think... to do. Um, I, I could barely talk. Yeah, here we go. Uh, Kenny G set the record: forty five minutes and forty seven seconds for the longest held musical note. Huh. I'm assuming it's the same way with this ability to keep on speaking.
3: And inhale at the same is time. I trying it? I, I don't know. <laughs> just, so I tried it and no. it's like, forget it's it. Impossible. It's impossible. It's next to what impossible. What purpose would be gained by, or what would be the benefit of being able to do that? <laughs> uh, uh, there is no benefit yeah, to yeah. being able to do that. It's just,
0: so just musically, I can see. Yeah, it's just a goofy thing. And then some other rare hmm. tricks include touching your nose
5: with your tongue. I can't do that. Oh, I nope. can do that. I, I can, can do that. Yeah.
0: Oh my god. Oh yeah.
4: wow. Nice. Kath. So
5: that means. <laughs> All right. Now do it to my nose. Yeah.
4: yeah.
0: <laughs> uh,
3: bending my taint.
0: Bending your thumb backwards. You've seen people
3: that can yeah, do, that. Yeah, yeah, I can't do I, that. I can't no, I
4: do like that. It. I love the old gag. Is can you stick out your tongue and touch your nose? And people try that, and you go. Mm,
6: yeah. You, you actually touch, touch your, nose your nose with
0: your index <laughs> finger and stick <laughs> your tongue out. Um, or wiggling your ears intentionally. Can. I can do that. You can do that. Wait. Is that where you got your nickname? No. Oh, nice, Casey! What's yeah. your nickname? He can do it. Do the owl wiggles?
4: Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, I nice, was thinking nice ears. Okay. Um, I actually figured that out just kind of by accident as a lifeguard, Kathy. I was on the lifeguard. That's how you swim. And I was wiggling my sunglasses that were. I was so like, it's like so boring. Up there. Yeah, I had tried so hard for like ever and ever, and then just one day, I was like, yeah. oh my god, I can do it! Where,
3: where, when you do it, do, is are you moving your? jaw or no. is, you just can feel you just move my Alright, right, yeah. all right. All right, uh Casey brought the recorder over you all want right, me to try t- circulating
4: well, what is the the world record for the longest note held on five a recorder?
3: minutes oh not on the recorder I don't know I can't do it. I don't know. Okay, right, good. Try. So I. You, right, wait, get, so, wait. so I'll play a note. Dim the lights. And, and as I, no, you don't want to dim the <laughs> lights.
6: Uh- and
0: as I, uh, it's dark out anyway. It's right. We don't get enough light in here. Right. And as I, as I play this note, I will fill up my mouth with with air. I'll fill up my uh, uh, my cheeks with All air. Right. And then I will now s- think of a number from one to ten. I will stop breathing out and just use the pressure of my mouth to push air out. While trying to inhale through my nose, I don't I'll know. be able to do that, but then the hard part is not breaking and then starting to breathe again. So All right, here we try go. it. Try it.
3: Nope, can't do it. Oh
6: wow, that's a new <laughs> nope.
3: world record. All right, how much? How what's the record? <laughs>
6: the new world
4: record was four seconds, four point eight one seconds. Don't time me. I've never done this. before. Uh, no, well,
0: dude, let's I, try a I, different been... note. <laughs> that oh, was shorter. Yeah, that was. T- no, I can't do it. <laughs> Hang on. Mike can do it. He's on the phone. Right. Hi, Mike. Good morning. <laughs> ah. Hey, Mike. What's up, buddy?
6: Hi, <laughs> Mike.
0: <laughs> I played a couple uh, different wind
4: instruments in high school, one of them being trumpet. And what you the in through your nose while blowing out is a technique. Uh, they tried to teach me. Yep. They tried to teach everyone. Um, I was not. I couldn't do it.
3: Well, uh, it I, isn't <laughs> it funny, though, Mike? The, the person just said what less than one percent of the people can do it yeah so uh, so why would well, they try to teach you something that is so elusive to most people because it's
0: it, it's exactly what you got what you were saying it's a way to uh be able to well, I know it is but' you're but, it, but no they at longer, least want but, you to try it and well, if you happen yeah, to be so one of those people you it'll, can develop it'll make that. you upset when you can't I, do it
6: I had a uh,
0: I had a Classmate who he did have the ability to do it, and that he's a professional trumpet
4: player now. He plays with some of the uh, greatest people in the world. Wow. Here in the country. But
3: yeah, they, <laughs> they um, apparently I'm just not. Uh, you're one of I'm the 99 percenters. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I'm not cut
4: out for blowing for long periods well, of time. Understood. Okay, so
3: to that point, Preston, so you mentioned Dizzy Gillespie. Dizzy Gillespie, Thank you, by the way, huge cheeks. Yeah. They've inflated. Mm-hmm. That was his ability, I assume, to keep a note sustained, right? I don't probably. Know, I don't know I, if yeah. he's doing circular breathing. I don't, I'm sure he probably could with, yeah. with cheeks like that. But You, that guys, was just, you guys have seen Dizzy oh, Gillespie. Yeah, yeah. and Louis Armstrong.
0: Yeah, but but Dizzy's mouth was just yeah. gigantic, like a squirrel, when <laughs> he would uh, fill it up. But it there. wasn't
5: that way when he was a kid. Like they, they he kind of like he had that, but it got bigger. Like he actually, no kid, yeah, over he time, cheekups. Yeah. He, he did sh- some cheekups, and it's uh... like uh,
4: Arnold Schwarzenegger's <laughs> muscles, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. This kind of yeah. thing,
3: and the circular bleeding, and the chipmunks, and the
0: big cheeks. The <laughs> chipmunks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyhow, uh, people can't. Only only a handful of people can actually continue to talk while they inhale through their nose. That's really <laughs> strange. All right. What else we got here? Uh, let's go to the travel section of the store. Huge. Book you guys some trips. Uh, flying economy for an extended period of time is an experience usually endured rather than enjoyed. But one airplane seat designer. Thinks that his design could revolutionize budget travel. His name is Alejandro Nunez Vincente. Uh, his Chase Lounge airplane seat concept started small scale last year as a college project, uh, but uh, for the then 21-year-old, but a nomination in the 2021 Crystal Cabin Awards, a top prize in the aviation industry, from Las
4: Vegas, Nevada. <laughs>
0: What is it? It's the uh, it's the Crystal Cabin Awards. The Crystal
3: Cabin Awards, featuring Charlene Tilton.
0: Uh, he, he ended up getting that, and the design became the focus of a flurry of online attention following a CNN travel article. Burt
3: Convy's friend. Uh,
0: since then, just his friend, yeah. like Bert
3: Convy. Jamie Taylor. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the Crystal Cabin Awards. Uh, since then, Nunez Vincente's, uh has been... Uh, making waves uh, in the world of aviation. So he paused his master's degree to pursue the project full-time. He is in talks with big-name airlines and seat manufacturing companies. He's been granted some hefty investments that have also allowed the project to develop. So some people marvel at this innovation. Others recoil concerned about claustrophobia and convinced sitting underneath someone else would be worse, not better than the current airplane economy setup. So I want you, Connor, to see if you can find... Video or pictures of this, and I want to get your guys' reaction. So take a look at
3: this, guys, and see if this is something you'd be comfortable with. I I could do top bunk, I can't do bottom bunk. So the
0: bottom, uh, you sit underneath people,
5: sort of. No? No, No. I'd I'd get claustrophobic, I'd, I'd be unable to fly.
0: I don't think, I, I would not prefer it, but it definitely, it wouldn't bother me. I don't look, think I'd get
5: claustrophobic. Here's oh, the deal. God, no, I, I get, I'm i looking at this photo right now in the studio with a lady in the lower seat. I, I felt anxiety looking at her. Wow. Okay. okay.
2: Especially like on the, the middle seat or the window seat. Oh,
0: God. No, I can't do I it. I don't think I'd have a trouble with that. So you have, a, you have a TV monitor in front of you. Yeah. Um, so you've got something to right. keep you occupied. Mm-hmm. It's right in front of you. And so it's kind of hard. You, you'll have to... See it for yourself because describing it is going to be a little bit difficult. But you know
5: what would be in my brain is as that I am also I have a TV screen in front of me, but I also have on someone's, the opposite, ass. someone's ass, ass inches away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there there are
3: there's, there's a butthole. right they have on the a they have a a, a butthole. <laughs> A, a gasket yeah. that protects you. It would bother me the entire flight. Let me ask you know you a lot of you are currently <laughs> looking into the buttholes of the business. Right? <laughs> Why don't you imagine that that screen is blocking you from any of the farts?
4: <laughs> let me ask you, do you guys fart on planes? Yeah, of course. (laughs) No, I
0: gave it up. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's a bodily function. Okay, you know.
4: Yeah, you don't go to you don't go to the bathroom. You just fart in your seat. Like if I you go out on the
0: wing. If I feel I'm going (laughs) to crank out like a rotten egg, Uh you know, hideous one, and and uh, and there's going to be no doubt who dealt it? Uh-huh. Well, sure, I'd get up and try okay. and go and do that in the bathroom, but that would be when there's like three people in line for it, and That's I'd why. be screwed. So, Preston, you just
3: do it. I always ask the the uh the stewardess or whatever the flight uh, the flight attendant for the can of soda and I will fart into the can. Into the can it. and close that. Okay.
4: You are better off with a bottle. The pressure. The pressure, of soda. The pressure yeah.
3: helps push <laughs> it down it in there. Yeah.
0: And so <laughs> you're good.
4: Um I have been on a flight where somebody biffed and it smelled so bad and I'm like and I knew it wasn't me.
3: Yeah,
4: I did get, you want to I, let everyone know it wasn't you? I think I might have even uh, said something. Seat
3: C seven <laughs> says he didn't cut it, yeah. yes. and we know what of that means. We know <laughs> by airline rules. Whoever smelled the <laughs>
4: dope. Uh, but I have said to the person next to me that was not me. I promise you that.
3: So we're looking uh, at, at the back, Casey. Look at this section here. You do have a, 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 a more legroom. Kathy, t- uh,
2: is that workable to you? Yeah, that looks from this angle. It looks a little better. My okay. question is how you.
3: The, the goal is to take advantage of, of existing space. How how difficult would it be? And also on a safety level, when you have um, an emergency situation where you have to vacate seats, how much more difficult yeah, is this? Difficult. You know? It would be difficult to get out of. And uh, and also,
0: what type of aircraft is this available on? It has to have a very high ceiling <laughs> well, uh, for this to work out.
4: Okay, so I, I fl- normally I fly... Um, fart, the, airline.
0: fart Airlines.
4: Fart Airlines. <laughs> That's what I do.
0: Um, Wait, if you listen closely, you can hear them as they're flying by. They take off from uh, Philadelphia International. There it goes. Yeah. There
3: it is. Let's go out and watch it pass. It's like the Concorde.
4: I have no problems with Southwest. I've flown Southwest. Uh, you know, it's a comfortable flight. The only reason I don't like Southwest is because I... It's I a bad good. direction. I prefer to choose my seats ahead of time. Oh, I, don't okay. want, I don't want to get right. my seats as I'm walking like on the plane. Stra-
2: that's stressful to me. I don't...
4: Because well, I... I, I, I Need a window seat.
0: Yep. What you can do, Casey, if you do fly Southwest, is you can get preferred uh, yeah. when they call you. Yeah. Uh, and you'll guaranteed get a, uh, a window seat.
4: So, but I, I flew when I was in, um, I went down to Disney in April and I flew a different airline that, uh, the only reason I flew is because I waited too long to get the tickets and, and flight prices were out of uh, control. Just out of control. So I ended up flying a different airline and th- the seats were like, they were basically like folding chairs, and I was like, "Why? Like, I don't understand. Why are you like chintzing on this now? You, you know, what, I mean? like, what do you mean? But why? Just put know. in comfortable chairs. Just you know, like the, the chairs were no s- smaller than regular like airline chairs. But like, why are you trying to save this? You know, money.
0: Was it a smaller aircraft?
4: No, it was you know standard seven thirty seven. You know, it was okay. Like a so three
0: three rows, three seats on each row. Yeah, and and they had really really small. What airline was it? Uh, well, I was, no, because it was Frontier, whatever. Okay. Uh,
2: and oh, their, seats well, have always, their seats have always been like that. Yeah. Th- those planes are, have always but been like, like that. Why? Cheap. It's like, Because it, it was, it, at one point, it was extremely cheap. It was way cheaper <sighs> than any of the other airlines. I so- know that.
4: But, like, eventually you are going to make money when you're buying, when you're, you know, con- constantly selling out flights
3: so they embrace the spirit of the american frontier
4: how much money did they actually save kathy do you think on those seats rather than just the regular airline seats
0: that actually have a little bit of a cushion steve <laughs> they're rocking chairs yeah. <laughs> the american frontier. Use your whittling knife <laughs> uh, but i'm with you casey i'm i'm a, i'm a window seat kind of guy I I love being able to look out. I still marvel at the fact that we as human beings can fly. I know we've been doing it for a long time. But I love to to look out there and just marvel at the fact that I'm thousands of feet in the air and looking down at the ground. I great. used
3: to be. I loved the window seats. I loved the sort of just seeing that whole thing and, and again marveling at it. But I am now staunchly an seat guy. You're no okay. kidding. Okay. Okay. No, I'm me only... too,
5: Steve. Yeah, oh, yeah.
2: really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: I get my leg banged too much
2: with the oh, people. Oh, my elbow.
5: By. Yeah, yeah. I pay people up. to bang my legs. <laughs> so, uh, Casey Frontier is, is qualified as a ultra low cost carrier, and I know Southwest is a low cost carrier. So, like that, they. Frontier was like we and Spirit Airlines are going to go even lower than than Southwest, and I guess that's
3: what their business model Do is. Do you guys ever fly Circus Cannon? It's a very cheap <laughs> one way.
6: Uh, Here's your helmet. Yep. <laughs> nice
4: All right, you got three, two, one. All right, you got. one. Any Any there you go. a safe landing. Orlando. Yeah,
6: yeah. We're not responsible for your
0: landing. <laughs> Um, by the way, these seats.
6: Uh, oh, no, these, we don't have seats. <laughs>
0: the Chase Lounge Airplane uh, Seats, these are a prototype. They're designed uh, with uh, two ladder-like steps for
3: travelers to use access to the top level. It's almost like it's sort of a, a, an airline's riff on a, uh, on a sleeper car in a train. Now, the review of, a, of the
0: top-level seat said the seat feels roomy and comfortable. There's plenty of room for stretching out legs. The prototype seats don't move but they're each set up in different positions to indicate how they could recline. Design does away, The design does away with the overhead cabin. Instead, uh, he designed space in between the top and bottom levels for travelers to stow cabin luggage. Now, the bottom row of seats, this reviewer uh, said that the frustration, uh, that uh, Vincente's frustration with a lack of legroom was the original impetus for the design, and by not having a seat on the same level in front, it does allow you to stretch out your legs. Yes, we can see that. And there's a foot rest for added comfort. See, now, I would like that a lot. Being a tall person,
3: I my ability to actually stretch my legs out yeah. is difficult. And if you, it, honestly, part of the thing of being able to, and I haven't been able to do it, fall asleep fully, yeah. would be to extend out like that. But the reviewer said because the other level of seats are
0: directly above you and in your eyeline, it feels pretty claustrophobic.
3: What about the uh, downside of having farts go into your eyes? They didn't indicate that in this review, but uh, they said if you
0: don't mind tight spaces and you're planning simply to sleep all flight, it could be an effective solution. <laughs> So, as of now, it's prototyping to be years before something like this would ever really be
3: implemented. I mean, they're still on. They're still trying to jam in as many people yeah. as they can. Oh, so, yeah. you know. That's, exactly. Yeah. That's the, know, the mission.
0: Yeah. So, in, and I remember reading one time, you know, how when you when you sometimes will get a seat, a window seat, and it's uh, it's placed where the window is, uh-huh. like, the space is there between the windows. Oh, you hate it. And the window is, like, far forward yeah, or, far, on, or far back. That's not a window. Well, do you know why that is? Because to F up your vacation? No, the the uh, the companies like Boeing and and Lockheed and all these that design the aircraft have nothing to do with the seats. They don't mm. do that. The That's airline, gets yeah, in the sure. seats, it's true. And they want to squeeze in as much mm. as they can. They they the they're given this aircraft empty, and then it is up to the airline to fill it with whatever they can, depending on the weight requirements and the stability. And so they will put in. They don't care. They will put in as many seats as they can. Or, you know have the the amount of space t- depending on if you're if your budget or your comfort or you're luxurious yeah
3: and they don't care about the, the windows essentially uh so that's yeah why. yeah uh, you know the way to travel Preston is the way the first class in crazy rich Asians oh my gosh god that's Dear god. I, the way to travel oh my god. I almost
0: don't really want to have a destination <laughs> yeah. I
3: just want to
5: <laughs> just want to be in that little <laughs> suite that they have it's I like mean, when you go to a really nice
3: hotel like you don't want to leave the yeah. hotel because the hotel's so Could freaking you nice imagine taking a, a, a what would be a long trip in that kind of yes. so you're probably I don't even know what that goes for but it's cr- crazy rich agents <laughs> yeah. that can afford it
2: are there still um planes that have two stories?
3: the 747 uh yeah the the, uh, the giant air, airbus, airbus yeah. yeah has has two levels but i don't think like two are, full levels are there 747s
5: still no not, i think they're all gone they're all gone right uh i mean air force 1 is a 747 they might still be in some rotation but i don't think they're ma- uh, making them anymore can yeah you, that's you, definitely uh true yeah. nick i remember reading a story about Can you request
3: that. air force 1 when you are flying? No. have we ever <clears> tried
0: <throat> i mean you know you don't know until
5: you try so um uh. at least i know it used to be um Airbus uh, three eighty. I'm sorry, Preston. The Airbus three eighty is the wide body airliner that's the double decker. And I've seen I think um, um Air Emirates, yeah. Uh like some of the, uh, the, okay. the fanciest airlines Steve okay. they go like to Dubai and whatever. Yeah, oh god. They have those. You know what I never
4: really thought about and I just kinda googled it, was uh how much does a uh, an airline make like profit wise per, per person? Per person Wait, and a per flight. Get? So this one is uh, from money.com, and it says, here's how much airlines are profiting off of your plane ride, and it says... It's like a billion. It's (laughs) like a billion. No, uh, according to the Wall Street Journal, the average profit per passenger of the seven largest U.S. airlines was just $17.75 per uh, passenger for a one-way flight. I don't doubt that, and that... so, I, like is if that you adjusted would... for current fuel costs? You know, I, I got to see when this was. Uh, this was back in 2018, though. Right. So okay. four,
3: four years ago. That's why that's, you've seen recently the phenomenon of the pilots putting out a tip jar. Right.
4: Yeah. Oh. Uh so you know, if there's a, a full flight of what, hundred and fifty how many how many are in a full flight of like let's say it's seven thirty seven. I like like a
0: medium-sized aircraft like that sounds about right. Yeah, so, so the
4: airlines are making two thousand dollars? That doesn't sound like that much.
0: I mean, it's
4: not. I mean No, it's <laughs> definitely not.
0: But I mean
3: how many flights are they having a day? And they've uh, had to cut a lot of those because a yeah. lot of they there there is an incredible shortage of pilots.
4: But we're already, you know, taking out all the operating <clears> costs, like you know, the cost of the, you know, the flight attendants, the pilots, the fuel, and blah, 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 and then so. Snacks. Snacks. I like snacks. Oh, my God, I love snacks. But I bring my own snacks, you know? Like, you can keep your peanuts, man. You do can you keep ever... your crackers. I got my peanut M&Ms and my Twizzlers. Do you do a lot that. of hand, hand
3: ringing though, when they, they start to come around and the offer's on the table? And they're, they're like, a couple of seats in front of you, like, do I just do it? Do I want these things?
4: That's why I always bring my own stuff right. on the plane.
3: You do you ever I bring bring <laughs> Do
4: you
5: ever go,
3: like,
4: a
5: fast food route, Casey?
4: Like, for, I, no, for the I'll, plane? I'll do that in the... Uh, in the airport. In the airport, yeah. By the way, on the plane.
3: I find no. it a can little Can we agree, Major Nick, major faux pas, major horrendous passenger thing to do, bring some smelly food onto the yes. plane?
5: Yeah. yeah. And I, I don't I don't care for that. You can bring your peanut M&M's. Yes. You can <laughs> have your peanut M&M's Don't, bring your, snap they don't, you. don't yeah. bring your snapper soul.
3: Don't bring your snapper soul, your gyro.
4: hell. No, uh I don't go for that, Nick. Yeah. No, you can't no I can't do that don't confront you. Mm-mm.
3: <laughs> I was doing hornuts. Oh, I was
4: doing thorough <laughs> Well, well, well you, know, you you went Delaware, I went yeah. I went
3: Philadelphia. Yeah, All right. Well. The concert of the century. <laughs>
0: just listen. Just keep it in the Delaware Valley. That's yep. all. That
6: that's all, right. we have. all we have. All right, we
0: got to close up. We've, <laughs> all right. we've been open way too long, folks. Too long. Shop is shutting down, but thank you for stopping by. Uh, we need to take a break and come back in a moment. We got bizarre file stories that we will share when we return. I think we're going to play a, a special little song Ooh. when we come back too.
7: That's a little bit um, uh, outside of the norm. We'll be right back. If you like what you hear, you can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand.
9: Podcasts? Oh, yeah. MMR's got them. There's the Fun Size and Bizarre File Editions, along with Preston and Steve Full Show Podcasts, plus the MM Archives Podcast and more. Click Podcasts on WMMR.com.
7: Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show Podcast.
0: three WMMR A lot of questions on our text messages <laughs> As we play that song from Kate Bush in the 1980s And uh, I'll explain
6: Yeah,
0: uh, The song has made a big resurgence And Bill Weston was like, you know what, go ahead and play that Play that song uh, We love that song
3: Oh my we god, love I, I loved it from the second it came out She's Kate Bush has worked obviously with uh, Peter Gabriel And the uh, like, song Don't Give Up That's yeah. Kate Bush singing along with Peter Gabriel She's yeah. amazing uh, but uh, Stranger Things four, it's a, it's a very prominently yeah. used in
0: uh, in the show. It's I, great. I, it's uh, I, I I got tears watching. Oh my God, uh, yeah. some of the scenes where they're playing that. So it was really cool to be able to play that this morning. As you can imagine, there's uh, there's as you very it. little imagine. Yeah, right. There is as you can imagine. There's very little uh, middle ground on that
3: song that we just really. Made.
0: Oh
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. oh yeah, yeah. No yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, it has some fun. reading. I message. love that song. I it's on it. my. Uh, it's on my playlist. Uh, it, yeah, and uh, it, it, to me that that puts me in mind of um, Salisbury Hills, sort of uh, Peter Gabriel. That puts me in a time frame. But, yeah, too, yeah. Uh,
0: which is which is pretty cool. So if you're you know if that's out of your time frame, it might be kind of hard to wrap your mind. Uh, around that, but uh, do
4: you mind if I hear? Because uh, apparently Halsey did covered that song at okay. the uh, Governor's Ball. Yes, yeah, she did. Sure, and is it, I I love her voice. Is it good? Uh, we
0: have the yeah. audio. Go ahead. All right. I mean, you can hear people singing along in the crowd, yeah. but yeah, that sounds really good. Don't worry, we will play, you know, Led Zeppelin and stuff too. So you don't yeah. you don't have to worry. We're yeah. just well, having it, some fun there. Yeah, we
6: play, we play a
3: ton of stuff for Christ's sake. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'll be all right. It's okay, son. Yeah.
5: Are
2: people freaking out? A little bit, yeah. It's yeah. funny. By yeah. the
3: way, this is uh,
5: what yeah. we're giving you right now. Is, uh, it's free. All this stuff is free. <laughs> Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> all right,
0: we need to do the bizarre file. Here we go.
6: No. Bizarre.
1: WMMR. Presents Kristen and Steve's bizarre final.
0: Brought to you this morning by East Coast Roofing, Siding, and Windows, serving South Jersey since 1979. If you call, they'll show up. All right. This is a this. Listen, this a Texas family is suing a Houston hospital and doctor after the family's four-year-old received an unintended (sighs) vasectomy during (laughs) surgery. Can you believe (laughs) that? According to Randy Sorrells, an attorney in Houston, the four-year-old had surgery to treat a hernia in the groin area. At some point during the surgery, Sorrells says the four-year-old had an unintended vasectomy. The surgeon, uh, the lawyer said, we think, cut accidentally the vas deferens, one of the tubes that carries reproductive semen in it, and it could affect this young man for the rest of his life. Oh, my God. Online records reveal the surgeon has no history of malpractice and has zero issues reported before. Uh, Sorrell said uh, advancements in medical technology could allow the young boy to someday have children. However, that would likely require more surgery. Sorrells believes that the boy will always have frater- fertility issues. Lasectomies um, mm. can be reversed, yes? Yes. Yeah. And, but they can also, mistakes can be yep. made and mm-hmm. cause permanent damage. So, What's
2: that show where they, f- that's what they do, they, they focus on these mistakes that... botched. Uh, uh, is out that, but that that that's
3: more plastic, plastic surgery. surgery. No, yeah.
2: there, there's one where they they uh focus on the doctors that have made mistakes like amputating the wrong leg Oh, and no, I've like never that. seen that. Oh, I no. forget the name of it.
4: Can they extract um semen from the like uh, a a vasectomized
2: right to like freeze it you mean?
4: <laughs> yeah, like suppose I, uh I like I'm just yeah, you know can, can they go in there for <laughs> a nice summer treat? Can they go in there
3: with like a syringe and extract I I would assume if your body's producing it, yes. Okay. uh,
2: Probably not at that age. No.
3: My research indicates no. I have no idea. Yeah, me neither. Okay. A Florida man awaiting
0: trial for (laughs) allegedly submitting more than $4 million in fraudulent health care claims was detained on a jet ski while he was trying to ride to Cuba. On a jet ski. (laughs) Ernesto Cruz Graverin, a 54-year-old Cuban citizen, owned Zixo Enterprises, a company that provided equipment to Medicare beneficiaries. This guy friends with the Tiger King. As a result (laughs) of claims (laughs) for medical equipment he never provided, uh, Graverin received a payout of $2.1 million over just two months in 2022. In court, officials said Coast Guard officers were found Uh, had found uh, Graberin just south of Key West on a broken-down jet ski 90 miles away from his final destination of Cuba. What's the range on a jet ski? Uh, Not 90 miles, I wouldn't think. But he, he was aboard a jet ski with a man who the Department of Justice believes smuggles illegal immigrants across the border. Ah. Uh, The jet ski was strapped with special fuel meant for extended trips. Well, there you go. And a trove of food and water bottles. Had to
3: be very safe.
0: A judge agreed with prosecutors that uh, Graverin posed a flight risk. Officers also confiscated his passport. Graverin will remain at the Federal Detention Center
5: in Miami. I guess, Steve, you actually could make it on a jet ski. If you got good fuel mileage, uh, the average jet ski oh, wow. is 75 to 150 miles. Okay. And Cuba is 90 miles 90 from, from, yeah, from Key West. Yeah, so you, I if, guess, if you did it right, yeah. you're
0: taking a bit of a risk on a jet ski. Yeah. Breaking down and being in open water, so yeah. who knows. It's doable. A Texas woman was charged with a felony, listen to this, after spitting on a corpse at a funeral home during a viewing.
3: What? She walked up and...
0: Right on the corpse. Uh, she was arrested? According to an arrest affidavit, Lori Lynn Hines walked into a funeral home in Tyler, Texas, walked straight up to the casket, and spit
3: on the corpse. Do you know, I would... I would not be surprised to learn that that happens... More often? More often. Maybe somebody could... You know, it's, it's something uh, uh, like, well, hell. They, if there was like an abuser yes, or something right. like that Somebody who shows and, up and they come in. Spits I, on yeah. their corpse.
0: Uh, witness on the scene said that Hines had animosity toward the family of the person in the casket. Oh, so she, it wasn't a beloved family member. <laughs> I, no, uh, <laughs> police obtained a warrant for Hines' arrest and uh, was charged with uh, state jail felony abuse of corpse. you go to spit jail. All right, a very smart, brave, and innocent 15-year-old is recovering after a horrific experience last Friday. Uh, Gianna Vetterelli, uh, uh, Vetterli, I think, and her girlfriend were leaving uh, a mall in Santa Clara when suddenly something happened. Uh, Gianna said, me and her heard this really loud thwack noise, and I immediately said, ow. Oh, and it turns out she was hit by a drive-by pellet gun projectile. Oh, this is the thing now. Yeah, a situation that the police are now investigating But it got worse, okay? So uh, she said, we turned around to see what it was, and we just see a car driving off, rolling up its window. After blood started flowing from the wound, paramedics thought it was a relatively minor piercing of her skin. But as her condition worsened and her breathing was labored, doctors found out it was much worse. Her father said, my wife took her to urgent care. They had done an x-ray, and that's where they found the pellet. The pellet had done its damage. It had collapsed my lung, she said. Fractured a rib. And it caused a lot of internal bleeding. And then it almost hit my heart. This is a pellet, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, these uh,
3: people that are going around doing this.
0: And apparently there were several that
3: day in this area. So this is the thing. You'll see this footage popping up. And you'll see it on, uh, you know, the news. And they'll ride around with their phones, and uh, usually it's homeless people that they're going after, oh, you know. God. But it's just horrible.
0: So she had emergency surgery and spent three days in the intensive care unit. The pellet is and will remain in her lung. Oh, man, uh, her uh, father said it's going to take a long time to recover. She's probably going to have to have. She's probably going to have some mental issues or anxiety going on in public, going out in public. Years ago, they were doing it with
3: paintballs. Yes,
0: yeah. yes, yes, yes. And a paramedic told the family that uh, she was the fourth pellet shooting victim of that day. So stop playing around yes. with that stuff, man. All right, and that's all we have time for. That is the Bizarre File. we got to take a break. We're going to come back in a second. Our good friend, Cecily Tynan, is going to be jumping yeah. on. Yeah. We're also going to have another good friend, uh, Daniel Roebuck, who is starring as Grandpa Munsters in the Rob Zombie-directed film The Munsters. And he's got, like, a whole bunch of his own movies he's been working on. We'll talk to him in a bit. We'll be back. Stay with us.
6: Hey, friend, did you receive our Camp Out for Hunger save the date? I mean, we made a big announcement
2: and then we put it right there on the website for you. Well, just in case you missed it, Preston and Steve's 25th Camp Out for Hunger is set. November 7th through the 11th, 2022. And hey, it's never too early to start collecting. You can find the list of Phil Abundance's most requested items, plus all of the outrageous photo galleries and videos of our guests from over the years at WMMR.com campout.
7: So
0: there is a Twitter post uh, that arose yesterday. Casey saw it, and it's uh, A.J. Brown, new acquisition of the Eagles. Right. One of the, one of the, Casey was telling me he knows a lot better than I do, one of the great receivers in the league. Yep. Um, and he tweeted out, Today I learned that the percent on the weather doesn't mean that it's the percent of a chance it's going to rain, slash, et cetera. It means it's the percent of the city the amount that is going to get hit with rain slash etc meaning like 50% rain means that's how much in the city it will rain in and then he put the little mind hmm. blown emoji so i've heard some different um ideas about what that exactly means and and Casey and I and all of us were kind of going back and forth on our own opinion about what that actually means and then we were like well we know somebody who has the (laughs) definitive answer so why don't we get her on the line and so we set it up for today this is the weather goddess i was talking about cecily tyler of 6abc hi cecily how you doing
9: i'm good you know and i have to say i love the fact that that this has started a conversation because you know of course i'm a weather geek and i love when people are just talking about meteorology even if even if that tweet was technically wrong, I like the fact that people are talking about it.
3: It sort of seemed kind of wrong to me. At first, I thought, well, wow, I guess I've had it wrong. But then I thought about it, and it's like, no, you can't mean that. But you're our source, so what exactly does it mean?
9: All right, well, let me explain this, and then and I can tell you why there's some confusion about this. So okay. it's called probability of precipitation. So if, if, if a meteorologist says there's a 50% chance of rain... So this is the probability that the forecast area in question will receive measurable precipitation. So that means at least a hundredth of an inch during that forecast time. So it doesn't mean that it'll rain 50% of the time. It doesn't mean that 50% of the area will receive rain. It just means that that's the chance of rain. That's the probability. It and doesn't even talk about how much. Now, the gray area is that, Technically, the formula for calculating the probability of precipitation is forecast confidence times the area expected to get precipitation. So if a forecaster is 80% confident that 50% of the area (laughs) will get rain, Mm -hmm. then the probability of precipitation would be 40%. Okay. So theoretically, if you use that formula saying if a forecaster is 100% confident that 50% of the area could get rain or would get rain, it would be 50%. Now,
0: that okay. is okay, and there is so, where lies the confusion because yes, I've heard exactly. that before, and that's why when Casey showed me this tweet, I'm like, he's kind of right on that.
9: I'm, so it's completely theoretical because I will tell you in complete honesty, as a meteorologist, we're never one hundred percent confident that anything's going to happen <laughs> right.
6: except for
9: the sun rising. So, I mean, if your eighty percent is is good, ninety percent is great. So, if say, if I were one hundred percent confident or ninety five percent confident that say, our southern half of our viewing area would get rain, there's no way I would say there's a fifty percent chance of rain. I would say that there's a likelihood we'll see showers to the south. Or okay. Something like
6: that. Okay. You
9: know what so, I'm saying? I wouldn't. I wouldn't take that that complete confidence and spread it over our t- entire viewing area. And typically, we don't even use percentages that much. Say like in the seven-day forecast, if if the percentages is low, like ten to twenty percent, I'd say isolated. If it's a little bit higher, like thirty to forty percent, say scattered. Fifty to seventy is numerous, and then above seventy percent chance, I'd say widespread.
2: Right. Okay. So you're not taking your Percentage of of what you think it is. You're not using that typically in your forecast. Well, I mean, we do sometimes. I, I don't typically in a seven day forecast, but last night um, in
9: our reality, and we have this this thing that kind of spins and comes out of out of the ground that doesn't really exist. <laughs> you know, right? It's all, right, it's all pretend. It's <laughs> a long way since the magnetic clouds. Right. So mm-hmm. Did say I showed the the chance of precipitation. You know, I said seventy percent today. Thirty percent tomorrow, and then zero through the weekend. So we do sometimes, but but again, if if I had a high confidence that part of our viewing area, but only part of our viewing area, would get would get precipitation, I wouldn't I wouldn't use that in a percentage. That
3: makes sense. Yeah, I yeah. think yeah.
9: it's. I mean, what's
4: wild is like when you're talking about rain, like at a certain point in like the clouds, the rain is going to stop. So. You know, quite possibly, it could be raining across the street from you and you could be getting absolutely nothing, which is, you know, to me, kind of like a, you know, wild concept because it's just, it seems like rain just needs to be blanketed across an entire area, right?
9: Well, especially during, during the summer. So, you know, when we have thunderstorms, when we have convective activity or, or severe weather, you know, it's a lot of times where, where one area gets hit and the other area doesn't. And, you know, we when we have we have severe thunderstorm warnings or we have torn- tornado watches, you know, or warnings that it's very, it's hyper-localized a yeah. lot of times. So, and, uh, it's actually, and sometimes people seem to be mad. was <laughs> <laughs> the tornado watch? I didn't get a tornado. What's going on? Where's
3: my tornado? <laughs> oh, man, listen, <laughs> yeah. you,
0: especially you and your contemporaries, get the brunt. <laughs> I always feel bad, and, and even yeah. my, my close personal friends will beat up on uh on meteorologists and I'm like, come on man. You know, yeah. I mean they're talking you're talking about a very large area yeah. that they're trying to give information on. You could break it way down if you wanted to, but you only have so much time. Like I give just a a general kind of BS forecast mm-hmm. in the morning here throughout the day. And I know that, you know, while our signal stretches all, almost out to Atlantic City and down into Maryland and right, sometimes into right, right. New York and so on, I'm like, I'm gonna it's not gonna, you know right. I'm not gonna do a breakdown by region but i i always feel bad for you guys when you catch the brunt of it but it's it's a, uh, it's a you know uh,
9: it's okay i mean we have i've i've grown the thick
4: skin <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm sure you well know. so listen you you've been here for a long time cecily i wasn't sure if you have ever heard of this phenomenon or this thing called the cape may bubble uh it's something that i've actually experienced many times are you af- uh, aware of the cape may bubble
9: you know i i am i am and you know what i think a lot of it has to do with the fact that you know, Cape May's got, got the ocean on one side and has, has the bay on the other. And a lot of times if you have, say, a line of storms moving towards an area, if, there, if temperatures can drop just a couple degrees, it's like kryptonite. It can really weaken the storms. And a lot of times you got this line of storms moving you know, through Delaware, you know, through southeastern Pennsylvania, and then it hits the bay and it just falls apart. And so I think that that has a lot to do with why storms a lot of times just just kind of fizzle before they get to Cape May.
3: You know, what, also what I end up using a lot is the radar on the AccuWeather app. Did I do too. I use that all the time. Yep. And so that is a is a it nine times out of ten gives you a really solid picture especially if you're what's going to happen in the next half hour or what's going to happen in the yep. next 20 minutes it, it, it gives you a good visual representation it's the best of the ones that i've used in the way it depicts the area and has a, i think a high degree of accuracy
9: yeah no i like using it too I, I just think it's amazing how over i mean i've been here it'll be 27 years uh, this october and i think it's a sorry i have a dog that's it's trying to play that's with me right now. Um and I think it's amazing how like, you know, it used to be that only meteorologists would have access to, to radar or, you know, even computer models or or anything like that. And I think it's great how now really anybody does and you have it on your phone, you know, right right in your pocket. So if you're if you're at a soccer game or something and, and the sky gets dark, you can pull it out and you can look at the radar and see. And I, I think I think it's gotten to make you know things a lot safer. No, it's damn long.
5: good. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cecily, this it is another this is another amazing. dumb uh, weather question. But is there a difference between partly cloudy and partly sunny?
9: <laughs> um, technically, partly cloudy is supposed is supposed to have more sunshine, and partly sunny has more clouds. But is that right.
3: partly sunny and mostly cloudy would be the same thing? All right, so partly no, no,
9: sunny no, mostly- Mostly cloudy has
3: more clouds. Is there a difference between clear and a blizzard? (laughs) (laughs) It's a gray area. It's a gray area Uh, now.
5: It's partly blizzard. (laughs) Wait, so partly sunny has more clouds. Clouds. And partly cloudy has more sun. No, no, mostly
0: cloudy has more clouds. Oh, my God. Wait, what? Then partly sunny. Partly sunny means it's just a little bit of sun. But mostly cloudy would be, you would think that would be the same thing. A little bit of sun. That's not what she said. said. I (laughs) know I'm saying what one might think (laughs) is because it's mostly cloudy doesn't mean that it's all cloudy, (laughs) that there is partial sun. Well, I would
6: say, perhaps, and Cecily,
3: you'll agree with this. Uh, the, I, it, the sun I is always out.
9: arguing about this. Right. Yeah, well, that's what <laughs> we do. This, on the line. Right, Nick,
6: the
3: sun is always yeah. out. It just may be obscured by clouds. One right. could say that
0: mostly sunny would be the same as partly cloudy. One could.
6: Well, one could. No, no, mostly
9: sunny has more sun, though. A little bit more yeah.
0: than partly cloudy.
3: Mostly sunny has
0: more
4: sun. Okay. As
9: has more sun. Yeah. Right,
4: let me ask you this question. <laughs> do you and Adam Joseph talk mostly about weather or mostly about fitness? Mm. <laughs>
2: It's about fitness. Okay. <laughs> the, the weather's like their life. They I have
3: another out. Cecily question. Uh, yeah, with all the water skiing, have you ever tried one of those motorized surfboard thingies? Ooh, like I, a hydrofoil?
9: Those, those hydrofoils, yeah. I have not. I'd love to, though. My husband has. Um, we used to have a neighbor who had one. And um, that looks he loves
3: it. Right in your it looks, wheelhouse. Yeah, that looks fun.
9: He said yeah, he said it's hard to it's hard to get used to, but once you do, it's really
0: fun. wouldn't be as much work though because and and you you like that I think you like that physical sense of the toe rope because you really work I, your muscles
9: I do yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, I can
2: so this, is, this is my time of year. <laughs> Cecily, I grew up water skiing. We grew up, my dad always owned a boat. Um, we we don't anymore. Uh, and I want my son to learn. Is there anywhere I can take him? Like, we, you know, we don't have boats, so we don't have anybody.
3: Could you take him for the weekend? Yeah. No, no,
2: no. But, like, is there somewhere that does it that I could take him so that he could learn? Yeah, not, not really locally. There aren't any um,
9: local water ski schools. But there's a place. So I went down to Virginia this past weekend um, to my university uh where i graduated my alma alma mater because my um my college advisor passed away and they had a really nice service and so i was was in lexington virginia i went to washington lee university on the way back i made a detour (laughs) to a town (laughs) called bumpus it's it's
6: (laughs) I, I was
9: like i gotta check out this town and with a name like that and there's um there's a water ski school. It's called Peace Love and Water Ski with this uh, pro Corey Vaughn. It's a really it's it's kind of at a farm. It's it's a private lake, and um and there are a lot of places like that in Florida, but mm-hmm. that's a that's the closest place. I don't think there's a place like that in like New Jersey. Or yeah, okay. water skiing yeah. school.
3: I,
0: I grew up in the uh, I lived in the Carolinas for a little bit of time. It's very big there. It's not you you don't find as many lakes out this way to get out and do it. Yeah, Most-
9: there's cobalt water skiing in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. I think Seth Fisher, um, Myrtle Beach area. You know, actually in the Poconos, I know Lake Harmony used to have uh, a pro who would take you out to teach you how to water ski or wakeboard and yeah. stuff like that. What so about the so online.
3: online water skiing school? Like, yeah, online. <laughs> <The> correspondence <laughs> courses. <laughs> as
9: effective.
3: All right. Hold on to your refrigerator handle now. <laughs> 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 and have okay. someone sprint you with water.
2: I am looking at it. It looks like Lake Harmony does still have that. All right, very, well, there okay. you go. There Thanks. You
3: go. It yeah. should be. It should be something that's. A, it's a very popular <sighs> deal. You know. Yeah. Yeah. All right.
9: And I. I it's addicting. It's very very fun. Yes. And uh, I mean that's where I, I learned in the Poconos myself. Oh, okay. there you go.
6: Okay.
0: okay, Kathy. All right. Well, Cecily, thank you for for clearing that up. It's it's uh it's a little bit it's a little more. Involved with the percentages okay. than just, hey, there's
3: a you know sixty percent of what you said is one hundred percent understandable. that's
2: right. yep, we're all
9: clear now.
3: yep, we got sixty percent of it
9: exactly. All right, well, I'm glad that you guys were interested in it and i'm I'm always happy to talk to you guys. and awesome. oh, by the way. Happy Father's Day. Oh, thank you. Kathy. Thank you very much. nice <laughs> of the year. Temperatures in the 70s, sunny, low humidity. Oh, that's
0: right. On, on Sunday, right? Uh-huh. Or all weekend?
9: I mean, both Saturday and Sunday look really, really nice.
3: And tomorrow's really hot, right?
9: Tomorrow's going to be hot. Yeah, okay. like 92 right. degrees.
3: Then, and a, then a quick thing. When does this clear up today, the rain or... Uh,
9: um, it should probably be before lunchtime. I'm looking at my window yeah. right now and it's pouring. I mean, I'm thinking like 11 o'clock or so It should be all off right. The coast. All right.
6: Awesome. That's good. Okay. We love That's
0: it. You've been doing good weather lately. Absolutely. Great weather. <laughs> I'm
9: going to go, right. go back to sleep now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. You got- <laughs> Thank you, Cecily. We love you. We'll Thank talk to you soon, you, okay? Thanks. All right. Let's- Cecily time Action News. clearing it up for us, so. Uh, yeah, so a little bit right, I guess. A.J. Brown, not
3: 100% correct on that, but yeah. again. 50% of what he said was 100%. <laughs>
6: um,
0: listen, we have a couple of minutes to play with. We got a guest coming up in the 9 o'clock hour. I think we need to chit-chat a little bit just as a recap of last night, our sorority party. Yes. Uh, first one we've had uh, post-pandemic, and we went to Parks Casino, uh, the gastro pub in their beer garden, which
3: is so cool. Man, what do a they, great room. they always deliver, uh, yeah. Parks and uh, uh, and the, the people there. And this particular room is sensational for these kind of things.
0: Yeah, Marissa posted some uh, videos on social media on the President and Steve account. If you would like to uh, take a look, maybe you've never been there and see what it was like. I don't think we had any, I don't know if we have any of the square dancing, but we did have the, um, uh, the, the swearing in ceremony, some of that. Speaking of the square dancing, uh, so last night we had uh, Jeff, Jeff Kaufman, was our uh, square dance caller for, yeah. from the uh, Federation of Delaware Valley Square and Round Dancers and he and his wife wanted to give a shout out really to their grandson oh, Asher <laughs> yes Aww. and he he requested specifically Jeff's like I need to get a shout out for my grandson oh. so here's a shout out to, to Asher from his grandparents And he's a super nice couple yeah they they were really they were really sweet and Trying to get those ladies to square dance was, you've heard the term herding cats before. (laughs) My God, it
3: was hard. You know what though? Everyone was laughing like crazy trying to follow because Jeff was great, but he wasn't, um, he wasn't commanding the mic. Well, and and so you have a bunch of ladies who've been yeah. drinking, and it's a little noisy, <laughs> and we waited,
0: you know, a good hour for right. everyone to get some booze in them, and so...
2: And yeah, you, if you and actually... Li- if he was good. If you actually listened to him, you could you could do yeah. it.
0: Yeah, and therein lies the problem, yeah. Kathy. The late, you, I you know me. You yeah. know me. When I'm trying to instruct people, because I play host a lot with the microphone and get people to do specific <laughs> right. things when they don't listen.
6: Yeah.
0: I get a little testy, and so <laughs> everybody's just kind of this, this <laughs> wandering around. And I'm like, you gotta listen to him, or you'll never figure this out. It, was uh, it also would have been nice if we had someone to demonstrate what he was trying to explain to them. That that I think would have worked. It's hard out, but...
3: to verbally hear what you want, what you're asked to do. But once you started going yeah. and you broke out into the groups, yeah. uh, everyone was kind of having fun. So we dosy
0: doed, yeah, we, we
2: did.
0: We alaman, we promenaded, <laughs> we left right grand. We did right-hand stars and left-hand stars, and those were all the commands that we got. And that um, pretty much
3: gets you where you're going if you want to yeah, square dance.
0: Yeah, so we we had a, a great showing. Some of us on the show square dance. I did it, Kathy. You did it. I did. Casey. I tried to. You came out and then you just left. So my I, I, I have to say I was pretty pissed off when you did that.
4: Oh, okay. Well, I'm I'm in a lot of pain. And well, so, I did not know that yeah, yeah, so there's something wrong with my shoulder, and um having my my arms up and hands up like that, it was
0: just uh it was painful, and oh, then, I just uh, thought you were like no felt uncomfortable doing it no I'm okay about that stuff. i didn't think so that no. was very unlike you, yeah, I know, okay, so know. shoulder pain got it yeah yeah it's but- it's,
4: it's a i i'm experiencing and <laughs> not to get on the i'm experiencing some very very uh unique uh, sensations in my right shoulder that I've never felt before. Okay, and I think I'm falling think in love. Up? with you, Preston.
0: I, I, I'm happy that you're <laughs> that you're able to be open with your feelings like this. So thank
6: you.
3: Yeah, because Preston you. was saying to me, I have to, I have to reassess Casey now. No, no, it's, he uh, is just the way he punked out on square dancing. I am falling in love with Preston, um, <laughs> and, and I don't know how to tell sure. you. I'm,
0: I'm glad you feel comfortable <laughs> telling me that.
3: He was going to sing. Can <laughs> we have this dance for the rest of? <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah so we did we did
0: two rounds of uh of the actual square dancing uh and that that covered every, pretty much everybody there that wanted but to they do wanted it to. uh because we had you know well over a hundred
3: uh people there it was yeah, great there
2: and, there were a couple of ladies who i was like did you dance and they went no so like, oh,
3: okay. <laughs> they, once they saw the the performances but everyone who wanted to did and had a great time and then everyone who was just hanging out the room was great the energy of everyone showing up, Preston, it's been three years since yeah. we've been able to do this. The yeah.
5: last event we did prior to the pandemic was the sorority event at the Flyers game. Uh, we, were, yes. we were upstairs and right. that was our last big event. It was a sorority event. but So, Steve, it's been three plus years yeah. at this point. Wow. And just to be able to get out there and do that again oh, with that many so people in the same room and breathing the same air, it was a awesome. really nice crowd. And they had yeah. the, the, uh, the, the, the outside
0: opened up, which is yeah. really cool. Yeah and and what was great too is you know we uh, complimentary drink for everybody they had this uh list of cocktails at, uh and and it was like pretty much anything goes
3: uh, they had so many, and obviously they they brew their own beer, It was the, wonderful. What was you got a free sp- uh, ac- uh, free spin or the um the, what they were allowing they were giving away? Uh, oh, they were doing yeah. uh,
0: free play, free like play. like twenty five yeah. bucks in in uh, free play Excellent. for the casino. So I'll bet you with mm-hmm. the number of people
5: we had there, a few walked away with some cash. I just got a text from Kelly who says I turned the free twenty five dollars into two hundred and fifty. Ooh, Where did it well go? Nice, well done. By the way, that's the Kelly that brought us ice cream, and that Preston ate
2: all of it that time. Oh, oh
5: yeah. from Mary Mead oh, Farms. All our ice cream.
2: Mm-hmm. I love
5: her.
6: <laughs>
0: uh, so, and here's here's the thing. Also, oh, and uh, we're watching a video. Marissa bought a button making machine uh, for like a little, you know, a pin, like a little yeah. button that you would wear that says things. And she had all. Uh, Preston and Steve show sayings. Uh, oh, and I was
2: wondering what you were talking about. You were like, oh, uh, Marissa made buttons. Yeah,
0: little little graphics. So I had one that said, I am the noticer with a little mask on it. Oh. And then we had some that were just, you know, references to the sorority and just uh, the show in general, Gadzooks and stuff like that. That's so, cool. Yeah, it was, uh, it, that was a really cool little addition to things. So we'll have to bring those out more often. Yeah. yeah.
3: You know what, I, what sort of kind of blew me away was the uh, that that sports room now. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, those chairs, I, I was like, yeah. if I sit down in one of these chairs, I'm never getting up. Because <laughs> yeah. it's so, it was like really plush chairs to watch all these sporting events.
0: Yeah, it's their sports book. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's newer since we haven't been there right, right. for the, for this event. You had to walk through it to get to where we were in this beer garden. But the beer garden is kind of like... Um, a greenhouse. It is uh, in that it's all glass, the yes, sea, uh, all the way up to the top. And uh, and at that time of day, the sun was setting, and it was just <laughs> beating right down on us. It wasn't crazy hot inside or anything like that, oh. but it was just bright, and uh, it was kind of
3: hard to see if you were facing west. There were we um, had, we had a number of ladies were wearing. It looked like like a like a like a super cool gang that square dance, because they're right. all wearing sunglasses. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was great. and uh, But they have the the outdoor portion,
0: portion of the beer garden, too. Yes! Uh, which was fantastic, because that was a little more shady in there, yeah. and it was just, by shady, I don't mean like people that were you're questionable. A lot of people hanging out, cursing
2: and
3: people.
0: smoking. Uh, no, but it was... <laughs> the questionable
2: uh, <laughs> people went out there.
0: It, it was great out there, and meeting some people for the first time was wonderful, and some of our old favorites had showed up as well. And
3: we had a lot of new inductees into a uh, Pie. Mm-hmm. We had a woman who
0: drove up from Virginia, Virginia. yeah, uh, to be there as well. And uh and yeah, we we did the uh we did the swearing-in ceremony and uh the paddle ceremony. Oh my god. With I, I'm still <laughs> amazed because I, I told uh, everyone who wanted to get spanked who was going to be a new sister that they could choose small, medium, or large, as far as the uh the amount of uh pressure yes. pounds per square feet I put <laughs> into my swing and uh, a lot of them wanted the large. And uh-huh. I feel so I mean,
3: bad when I do it. La- like what? large. Yeah. And uh, it was wild. You know, it was kind of cool, too. There was a mom uh, and her daughter who turned 21 in April. Oh, yeah. And they both were so into it, came out to the whole thing, <laughs> and were just, uh, it was just, it was her her first big event since being able to to drink. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, uh, hang on a second. I'm going to go
0: to uh, Kelly, who had texted you, Nick. Hi, Kelly. Good morning.
6: Hey, bitches. Hey, what?
0: Uh, So what's uh, up, money bags? Yeah. So your two hundred
9: or your, your twenty five dollars free slot pay turned yeah. into two hundred and fifty bucks. You, That's awesome.
0: Ten right. times your free yeah. money right there. Nice.
9: Yeah. So thanks for that. That covered our bar tab plus some.
0: <laughs> so I, I assume you got that on the slots.
9: I did, yeah. I play this one Buffalo game that I love, and I don't know. It does this crazy bells and whistles and gives you money.
3: Nice. That's, yeah. well, that's a good game to play. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kelly, I was chatting
5: with you for a little bit, and, and you brought your friend, and I forget her name. Alexis. And and how old is Alexis.
9: So Alexis is
5: twenty-four. Yeah, she referenced. Uh, we were talking about Pearl Jam at one point, and she re- uh, referred to them as a uh, classic rocker. Oh, <laughs> wow. and uh, yeah, she was born in nineteen ninety-eight. But it was really cool to see somebody uh, who, you know, like Steve mentioned, the twenty-one-year-old and twenty-four-year-olds. You know, was a really cool uh, range of of people there last night.
9: Yeah, I feel like um, it was really cool for me, because especially she was one of my students when I was teaching, and I just felt like I got to pass the torch and, like, introduce her to you guys, because she doesn't really listen to the radio, but she was all about it.
0: Awesome. 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 All right, well, glad you can make it, Kelly. Congratulations on your windfall.
6: Thanks for having us. All right,
0: we'll see you. Yeah, Yeah, and and Nick's right. I mean, it went from 20s to 60s, easily, Uh, that big, wide range of of ladies, and some were... uh, you know, just meeting for the first time, and others were family members that, yeah, that so came cool. out. So so cool. I love it. Now they're all family. Yes, family. our family. Uh, and our good friend Juanita is on the phone line. She came up from Georgia for this event. Hey, hey. How
9: you? Right? How you doing? I'm doing
0: all right. I good... just wanted to say
9: thanks for a good time last night, and Billy made my vacation.
3: Ah, oh, so excellent. it was worth the trip. It
9: was worth the trip. I mean, I met so uh, I did come by myself, but I met, like, uh, some really nice ladies while I was there. Um, one of the President and Steve girls, uh, Melissa, she was
3: Oh, uh, really Melissa, nice. she's, she's awesome, nice. yeah. Everyone was, yeah. The, the whole vibe was cool. Was that the first time you'd been in that room? Uh,
9: yeah, I've never been to parks I've ever been in my life.
3: Yeah, so. no, it's it's an awesome and facility. That-
9: Sorry, my dyslexia and my ADD kicked in. I was all over the
0: place last night on that dance floor. I just... Yeah. You, yes, you were having some issues, and, and I was like, come on, guys. Come on.
2: Get your ass together, I think your is what you left. said.
0: Uh, what did I say? Get your ass together? Yeah, on, I know. Ladies. I was getting tired of it. Wow. He
2: was it... like, make a square make
6: it a
0: purple. <laughs> all right. Well, it was great hanging with you, one you. It was great to see you again.
6: Great hanging with you guys.
0: Talk right, to you. Take care. We'll see you later. Bye-bye. All right, so, Bye-bye. Uh, so that has started up again, and I'm happy about that. Yes. Uh, that we can get together and do this. Now, I'd be happier if we could do it on, like, a Thursday. Yeah, night. Yeah. Yeah. Wednesday. <laughs> night. It just It feels weird today. Like, today uh, should be Friday. I know. That's normally yeah. the, the frame of mind that we're in. But uh, thank you to Parks Casino uh, and all those involved, everybody who made it out last night. Uh, again, to uh, Jeff and, uh, and his wife for... Uh, coming out and doing the uh, uh, the square dancing, yeah, of course, because it was uh, it was a lot of fun. We'll have to come up with new ideas, new uh, new activities for down the road. I don't know when we'll do our next party, but we'll we'll try and uh, create something that will be memorable, and we will all have a good right. time doing. So, Absolutely, coming up. All right, let's take a break and come back in a second. We got a guest who's going to be joining us in the studio in a little bit. From what I understand, so stay put. We'll be back shortly.
9: WMMR. We're not just in your car anymore. Ask Alexa to open MMR and we'll come streaming right into your house. And we promise we're not listening to you doing stuff that often.
0: Our next guest is in the studio, and it looks like uh, Dr. Arst almost blew himself up. <laughs> uh, he is in to talk about many things, including starring as Grandpa Munster in the Rob Zombie film, The Munsters, our friend. Please welcome
8: Mr. Oh, wait, music, please. Yes, Mr. Daniel yeah. Roebuck is here Hey Dan, how are you? Dude, I'm doing I'm doing better than I, I was a few days ago. You wanna know how this happened? Yes,
0: right. yes. So let me let me explain. So Dan came in and I'm like, Hey, you look great and he goes, Yeah, well, did you see what happened to me and I looked a little bit closer and he's got bumps and scars and, and uh scabs on his forehead. What happened? Okay. <laughs> I'm
8: an idiot. No, I'm an idiot. So I I was doing a movie called I Can in uh, Louisville, Kentucky. Right. A lovely movie uh, about a young lady who was born with a short left arm who right. was a champion softball player. Okay. And uh, I was on a high, and then I was going to go drive to see my brother in Wilmington, and on the way, I realized, was... You know, Dillsboro, North Carolina, where we crashed the train in the Fugitive. Yes, that's right, wow. yeah. Right. Wow. And the train is still there. Like, the no train, way. the bus, they're still next to the track. So I knew this. And there's this great Smoky Mountain Railroad, and I was going to take the train, past the train, and they said, no, they don't... Uh, uh, they said they don't run that train until next week. So I decided to go to the site myself. <laughs> now, when we shot the movie, there were steps leading from – it's in a basin. Mm-hmm. Steps leading from the top to the bottom. They're gone. You go online. There's a lot of videos about how to break in. Well, I did that, and then you, – You broke into the site? I did. I did. But if if people go on my social media, they will see I did those people the biggest favor because all... I I I say it's treacherous. You got to be careful. It's treacherous, and then I literally fell nine feet onto my face. Oh, yeah. Nine feet. So then the rest of the video was like, "Don't come here. Yeah. Don't do that." Yeah. So, uh, uh, you can see there's blood, like all yeah. oh, all over.
0: Right. Were you by yourself?
8: Yes, which oh, is no. even sooner. so. And I thought, what you know my beautiful wife Tammy she would have, it would have been about 3 4 hours before she thought how come he hasn't called <laughs> and then and then i don't know that she would have figured out to call the police and then how would they have i mean i fell in the but no one would have found me oh my goodness. so so
3: i didn't realize that they had kept is that kind of a um, obviously sort of a, an, an off the grid thing for people to go see the train and the bus well
8: if you if you Know where it is? You could find it. There's people who suss out all this stuff.
3: Right. I, uh, I would be one of those people. Yeah. I love to visit. S- s- yeah, stuff yeah. For movies. yeah. Yeah.
8: And it's even better to visit. Like <laughs> I was there 29 years ago. Like that's a huge part of my my personal life. Yeah. And then. <laughs> You know what if I died there? You're yeah, right. I
4: went to I went to Lake Winnipesaukee on vacation because of What About Bob. And every morning I got up like early in the morning and I had my my morning cup of coffee on the deck overlooking the lake. And then I would post one of my favorite scenes from What About Bob. Ah. And it wasn't until my last day of vacation that I found out that What About Bob was
0: filmed in Virginia.
8: <laughs> yeah, well, you know, wait, I was, yeah, I was thinking about what you said,
0: Dan. Though, but but imagine how the the reports would have been in a tragic turn of yeah, irony. <laughs>
8: Yeah. Yeah. No, I would have been. I would have been right up there within the books. Famous Hollywood deaths. <laughs> yes. No. Because if I had landed on yeah. a rock, that would have been that. It would.
3: The story of the subtext. Because you would not have left a note. Obviously. No. Nobody would have. Yeah. So some people. Why was he there? How, what did this mean to
8: him? Yeah. No. He killed himself on purpose. <laughs> yeah.
5: I know. Uh, we, there's a million things we want to talk to you about, and we've talked to you about the fugitive uh, uh, many times in the past. Yeah, it's yeah. it might be my favorite movie of all time. Oh, it's probably so the one I've good. seen the most. And uh, I'm curious as to what your perspective was on that scene in particular, the filming of the train crash, all practical, practical the bus, yeah, Yeah. practical, practical. yeah. So
8: the worst case, the worst case scenario. You guys, you think I'm stupid? Now I was equally stupid 29 years ago because they woke us all up at four o'clock in the morning, put us on a bus, and drove us to see the wreck. Right, and then they didn't wreck it the first night, ah, and there was a problem. So the next night. When they called us the all, every actor said, "I'll see it in the movie." None of us went to see it, mm-hmm. so I could have seen it live, but instead I had to see it in a the movie theater. Wow. So the, did they? They
3: literally ran it
8: down the tracks, and, and yeah, they 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 reconfigured the tracks so that a train was pushing a fake train into a fake bus, all made of fiberglass. I mean, that's all. There, there's a video playing. Yeah, it's all fake. There's only no. two. Minor shots in this movie that are—I uh, think it's two shots that are miniatures.
3: Wow! You know, it's—it's it's funny because you when you see—I I love practical. Listen, they can do a tremendous amount of stuff with CGI, and it's amazing what they can pull off. But practical effects. Uh, I was on. I was in the remake of Night of the Living Dead. I was one of the flesh eating zombies, a nice. little thing, uh, you know. A <laughs> the, friend of the Tom from, Savini, Tom, one? Tom Savini yeah. directed. Oh, great! Right. So we shot out here, and this was you years ago. You were a dead ago. golfer, weren't you? I was you? a dead golfer, yeah. uh, and yeah. I got one of the guys. All well, the few guys who ate flesh in the movie, but there was a scene literally where they had us walking away from the the vehicle, you know, as it detonates again. And it's like you can't look because, you know, you know, and you can't react because you're supposed to be dead. But it's, you know, when a practical effect. That thing was across a field. And when it went up, that heat, you could feel it like nobody's business. So this
8: thing, the train wreck, had to be crazy. It had to be crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Then they used a, a thing called IntraVision. Now they have all of this new way that they, you know, they shoot Mandalorian. But then there was a way of combining Harrison with the uh, right with the footage anyway like composite so it, stuff yeah. it's cool but you you you're, you're, now you're doing your
3: own directing and um you and, and, and writing and you're doing a lot of stuff we talk about in the Lehigh Valley and you have a number of films that you've just worked on we'll get to the Munsters as well but uh w- what do you have coming out well
8: we've got i i hope to get lucky louie the film we made the film that, we call it our redheaded stepchild film. I feel so bad about it. No offense uh, to my producer, <laughs> Beth Klopp, red-headed. who's red mm-hmm. and has redheaded children. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, like we were going to make the Hail Mary, but then this thing called COVID happened. I don't know if yeah. you guys ever heard, heard about, talk about, right. about yeah. that. Uh, so then we made this other movie, and the movie was... It's just great, it's a great mystery that I wrote and directed with my daughter, uh, Grace Roebuck, which was uh terrific, so that should be out later this year. We're nearly done, and then the Hail Mary should yeah. be out uh i I would hope around we're 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 trying to aim for around the Super Bowl
7: next okay. year, really
8: yeah, and okay. out in theaters and then on all media platforms, but we just took getting grace back into theaters like I'm realizing that uh I'm, you know, as a D list celebrity, people, by the way, in the Munsters, that's what people keep saying. This D list celebrity, this actor who thinks he could replace Al Lewis. And I'm like, what? what is so impressive? are a good actor. See, when we heard it mentioned,
3: by the way, you have a, a list of very impressive film credits. Yeah, absolutely. So knock yeah. off that D-list stuff. Yeah. And I think Al, Al Lewis at the time had done Gar 54 with Fred Right, Green. he had like... It, yeah, was, yeah. it was like one, one credit. One credit. Yeah, so uh,
8: stop it. I know, it's weird. It's so funny because there was, they put a thing then... On Mayberry, I was I was saying on the way down here, on the Mayberry Days thing, because I went to Mount Airy where Andy Griffith was born, all the people who love Matlock say, this guy's such a great actor. This guy played Jay Leno. This guy played Gary. What a great actor. And then you go to the Munsters and they're like, this guy's not worthy of carrying Al Lewis's cigars, you know. That sucks. Yeah, that sucks. It it's so weird. That- Al Lewis, you know, I knew Al Lewis. And uh He had a restaurant, a great Italian yeah, restaurant. Right, and he New would sometimes
3: he sometimes be there. He'd be there in the yeah. cowboy
8: hat. Uh his wife uh uh spent some time was I think her mother was from the Lehigh Valley. His wife Karen wrote a great book called I Married a Monster, uh which you can find everywhere. Yeah. And Karen said, I'll I'll she said, Dan, I would have said, It's yours now, run with it. Yeah. And I think if the ghost of Al Lewis is fine, why is everyone else <laughs> yeah. No, that's it. you
3: step into an iconic... Um, I, listen, yeah, in the hands of Rob Zombie, who is a yeah. Munster's <laughs> savant, yeah. he is not going to play light and fast with this casting. The question I do have is, we did see the teaser trailer yes. release, which is a loving recreation of the opening credits of the show. It's faithful. right? It's so right to it. Yeah. Does that portend a real nuts and bolts where we're doing the monsters the way you yeah, love
8: it yeah, yeah i think that the, i this is what i realized like let's first saying to all you guys on the internet who are trolls and i actually a <laughs> friend of mine i had to call yesterday and say stop saying bad stuff about the movie he goes well i say nice stuff about you i'm like are you what's the matter with you right you yeah. know and he said i'm just a troll but uh, here's the deal if if he didn't if he if he didn't do the opening credits like he did it, and that um, this is not, I'm not even saying yeah. that's the opening credits. I'm just saying, right. If he didn't do that, people would have said he's a jerk. He's doing it his own way. But he did it like that, and other people say he's a jerk. He's just he's <laughs> just doing it the way it was. But the movie is going win. to be the best <laughs> Munsters movie made without the original cast, right. and that's respectful to all the other actors who played these parts. But and, and that and so that does matter
3: and the 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 monsters you remember Munster go home yeah and there were a couple other movies and
8: the Munsters revenge they right. had the original cast and
3: then they had other other casts and and I certainly I would have had issue with some of the the the, the cast I look at this collection I look at you in the roles and I'm like that all works for me also again knowing that Rob Zombie I mean the minutiae that he knows about the series. Uh, like he lives and breathes it, I think that's going to be really good in the long run.
8: Yeah,
0: uh, I saw some of the casting, and this looks really interesting. Your your Lost co host, or I'm not co host, but co uh, worker, co star, whatever you want to call, it, Jorge Garcia yeah. Hurley from Lost is in the film as well. Yeah, Rob, I just found Rob, that Rob out. said,
8: "Is there anybody you know who loves monster movies like we do?" And I I knew Jorge did. Jorge uh, was very gracious to uh, narrate a, a documentary I did about monster collecting. So, yeah, uh, you're into the same yeah, Lily I'm stuff in, that in I'm into. The, s- yeah, yeah, I'm into the same stuff. So so uh, he, he came to do it. I got to tell you guys, Sherry Moon Zombie is going to be so delightful as Lily. It'll all make sense. That's what I'm saying. Like, Hi. Rob's such a, uh, a genius savant. When you see it, you'll be like, ah, oh, ah, oh, of course, of course. So... She and Jeff Daniel Phillips is going to be great. But then he has Sylvester McCoy and uh, and Catherine Schell from, like, yes. you know, Space 1999 and Pink Panther movies. Like, he brought these... She used to be married
3: to uh, Martin Landa, right? Is that her? Or no, 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 she, no, she played the, the
8: shapeshifter. Right, the yeah. other one was married to right, yeah. Barbara Bain. Barbara Bain, yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, he surrounded us with these amazing... People, and the pictures, they put out pictures yesterday or two days ago. You could see how great the makeup is. Yeah. Oh and then the house is recreated. The house ju- is, is exactly the same. The Monstermobile? mobile. <laughs> Uh, the house is exactly the same. Ah, <laughs> you almost got me! <laughs> I you oh, were so close. I just threw it in there. Stuff so. <laughs> that I can't say. A lot of people don't remember that that uh,
3: Grandpa had a uh, hot rod yeah, as well. Uh, the drag, yeah, the dragster. Yeah, yeah the
8: drag- dragula. Yeah, um, and so uh, there's a lot of cool cars in the series. A lot of great characters.
0: Now, what I obviously want to be a little tight-lipped about uh, the plot and what's going to happen, but I am curious. If, and if you can't answer this, that's fine. Not unlike uh, the Brady Bunch movies, where they brought uh, this group trapped in in a certain time bubble, right. and had them in current day. Is that kind of what the monsters will be? Are they going to be in current day America?
8: The house looks. <laughs> All different. right, yeah. uh,
7: that's what I thought. That's so, what I thought. What, okay.
3: you're,
8: so Rob has uh, uh, an aesthetic, yeah, uh, that that is his own vision, just like Tim Burton. Yeah. And, you know, Rob was an art director. So that's why everything in his movies is so, it's so colorful. And so, uh, there's so many layers and layers and layers of imagery.
3: He, he does. He, He's, everything is, is yes. very lush and ornate. And he, and he, everything looks really pops. What my, my, um, a couple of quick questions. And if you can't answer, just tell us how good the house looks. Uh, <laughs> but the, uh, uh, the thing they used to go to, which cracked me up, I remember as a kid. and Even as an adult, Preston, you know, when they would speed up, when someone God. would see Herman,
6: mm-hmm. and they would t- <laughs> <laughs> they would
3: take off. Can yeah. you can you tell us if there's anything
8: there, like there, every everything you that everything that could fit into our movie is is All right. there. All right. uh, everything that could fit into our movie is there. I mean, the fun of. The monsters being fished out of water is fun. That's uh, it. That's and, all the...
0: and and you mentioned, you know, uh, Rob using vivid colors. Well, the monsters was a black and white uh, television show. Uh, they did do a movie that was in had some the... color to it. It's okay, uh, but I was so this is going to be in color. It says in, in now living color. And I was surprised to see Grandpa that you. Uh, I I knew that you know that uh that Herman was green. Yes. But I didn't know that Grandpa had this like bluish tint. I assume that's to be like no blood kind of right. corpse-ish, right?
8: Yeah, I mean I, I he Rob was very clear <laughs> on the colors. Right. And uh when you see uh there's so much conjecture like the grandpa's makeup changed drastically From episode to episode, if you think of the first year of the Musters, he had a fake nose and he didn't have a fake nose. Yeah, that's right. And Herman. Herman's Herman's makeup changed, too. They changed how they painted it. Rob wanted us to be, uh, I I think, vivid. Yeah. You know, and so you see Grandpa has bluish gray makeup. Uh, and I-, I loved when they put the makeup on. I mean, you know that I love that. Yeah.
3: Uh, you, well, it, the funniest thing to me, and and I know this is what's going to be re- recreated because it's I've I've read interviews with uh, with Rob, and and he he keys on the same things that we all love. This this family that is this fit collection of monsters, but is, he works at the the funeral parlor? He's got you know this lunch pail. Everybody's they have their stuff that all connects to our world but skewed to the prism of their monster world. Right. And that's what I think is so great about... It. The series only lasted two years. Two, yeah. Yeah. two years. Two killed, seasons.
8: killed by Batman. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh,
5: Daniel, it, um, you're a director. You've worked with a lot of different directors over the years. Uh, it would seem to me that Rob Zombie is a very um, artistically driven director. Like, he has a vision for something, but he, he comes from an artist's background. Is that an accurate... Uh, I, oh, I
8: think so. I think so. If people knew, like, how how, just how smart he was when it comes to presentational things. If you go to his concert, you'll have a great idea of, <laughs> right, yeah. of it. Like, it's not, you're yeah. not watch, It's you know, it's not like, you know, watching Neil Diamond stand <laughs> and sing right. videos and monsters dancing and everything. Um, he is an actor's director. You know, I, I, people say that. What does that mean? That means that he's a director with a great ear and he listens to the actor and, uh, and... Uh, doesn't doesn't he's doesn't interfere a lot unless he you know you're you're not giving it but the other thing that's weird is what people they they push back on um, y- you know the the fact that he uses the same people again and again I use the same people again, uh, and again.
3: It, yeah. so does Scorsese yeah, so, right. sake. Yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah yeah yeah
8: and like and it's like why does he always cast his wife be if Mia Farrow was in every Woody Allen yeah, movie. Right. At the same time, he was dating her daughter. Yeah. No. Oh That's a fact, you know. That's uh, a fact. And, and, and Rob's never once asked about Greg Rohmer. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Guys. Hey, by the way, did you did you uh,
3: you've been in the business for a long time? But did you seek him out when you were directing for some? Uh, did, did he come out? Did, did you seek him out for some advice? You know, I, I
8: did. Well, I did, and he you know he was very entertained by. Uh, he he goes, only you could take the cancer movie on the road. <laughs> <laughs> Getting Grace on the road. Right. Uh, but uh, he's, he's been very supportive of that aspect of my life. And seek him out. Yeah, you know, but the other thing you do is you lean on, like leaning on Andy Davis, you said how oh, you love the fugitive. You lean on what you've learned from the guys, and you guys maybe did that in the radio. Oh Oh yeah, God, yeah. yeah. In fact, know, what, you know, we
3: work with Pierre Robert Midas, who's a guy we took a lot of, um, uh, you know, uh, examples from. You know about how you you uh, interact with listeners and, and and how you celebrate the people who listen and all that stuff. That comes from uh, Pierre in large part.
8: Oh, that's well. That's yeah. nice and nice that you credit that. I I would credit a lot of stuff to different directors that I've worked with uh to rob you know he's he's taught me this most importantly that you have to look at the whole frame right and make sure everything and because you can't just look at the actors cuz if somebody's eye is taken away from them by something in the background that's not you know intermingled with them but acting against them you know anyway <laughs> he's a, he's just a great artist let me ask you since you're doing a lot in
3: in you know around the Lehigh Valley area and you're doing these 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 movies uh, are <laughs> because everyone 's looking to break into the business at some level do uh, are you are people coming
8: out to audition for you? I hope so. Listen, I invite people to go to a channel of dot org a channel of dot org uh, Channel six here in Philly did a great, lovely piece about how we what we really do bring to the valley beyond bringing the movies yeah, I cast out of the valley and we crew out of the valley and then we intern kids out of the valley so uh it 's important to me. Because I had to get up, move, go away, to become an actor, right? But I've given. Uh, I, sh- I try not to say I. That's yeah. It's bad when you're a movie maker. <laughs> We've given right uh, great opportunities to to people, um, and I'm you know my wife Tammy, who's my producing partner, uh, uh, and our organization. You know, it's important to us, and we found people like, um, you know, I'm traveling today with uh, Beth Klausnitz. Or, like, we, we have all these people who help us make the movie. So when the movie says, a Daniel Roebuck film, it's that's it's like the first lie of the movie. It's going to blow ah. you away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
3: I wanted to ask you on another note, too, because I played Jedi Fallen Order. Yes. Which is the video game, and you voice a character in yes. it. And when you originally said you were doing it, I'm like, okay, I... I I didn't realize it was a full-throated, fully-backed Star Wars game. Yeah, yeah. Like, really well done, really good gameplay, and you've worked on the sequel, correct?
8: Uh, the Munster's House is a loving <laughs> recreation.
3: <laughs> All right, I'll take that as a yes. Do you know,
8: I was in yeah. the old days, you could just talk about stuff, yeah. now they're like, don't you, don't... Uh, you know, they put out a great trailer for the sequel, and I unfortunately didn't see my character in it. Well,
3: let me ask you then, uh, w- if you're tied in, I don't know, there seems to be a, a bit of crossover, you know, like with you mentioned The Mandalorian and Jon Favreau's stuff and how they, they, they took from the animated series and some of the books and so on and so forth.
8: Is there any opportunity for you into that realm? I would, you know, honest. I would hope so. Yeah, uh, it, But it would have to be, like, they'd have to... Sh- because I'm out of scale with the other actors, and because the Leteran that I play is four foot tall and has four arms, they would still have me interacting. <laughs> He's a good pilot, though, right? He's a great yeah, pilot, yeah. and it's a great, it's a great character, and I hope yeah. that I am in the sequel. <laughs> All uh, right. I hope I am.
3: All right. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, is, is it wild to see yourself, when? because we've had a number of actors... You know, every Kiefer Sutherland and, and other people have all done voiced uh, voiced characters mm-hmm. uh, in video games, uh, but they they all say sort of the same thing. It's wonderful and also really demanding.
8: Because- yeah, it's but, but now that's funny. See, it's be- because you don't we don't I, we just don't do like a Jedi Fallen Order. We didn't just do the voice. We you motion captured. We, yeah, we performance captured. So it's like shooting a movie. Yeah, yeah. Except they're not making you up every four seconds, but it's. Rehearsal. It's it's character. Did you have no?
3: There, there's they they've had ones with uh, the uniforms with the dots on it. Now they have ones that are geometric shapes.
8: Yeah, it's. I mean, my the last one I did was dots, but they don't put the dots on the face now. The the They're, technology. This is what's freaking me out. But we were talking about like how you take a picture and they make it look like a painting, right? Like the technology. Of what a computer recognizes and sees is so extraordinary that they had to put the dots to so that when your eyebrow went up, your eyebrow went up right, but now they they do a ROM on you where you just you know you just go be bye ba boo ba. Yeah. like it's a weird it's kind of like that scene in a i where she has to say the words. right right, right yeah, in order, yeah. and then the kid falls in love, yeah, you sit down and you just say all these words looking into the camera that's attached to your face and somehow the computer like It'll get all the movements. Yeah, it figures it okay. all out. Ah.
3: It's gotta be freaky as hell to see yourself knowing you're you've imbued this character that, that is a wholly other life yeah, form. Yeah, a whole yeah. other
8: a whole other being. Right. I think it's fun though when you see it, you see like you, you see me, but it's me doing like Ernie Borgnine. Hey, come on! What's going on? <laughs> was that was that the who you modeled it on? That's who I modeled it. Yeah. yeah, interesting. Uh, just, what, is he basically McHale then? Well, it's, yeah, that's <laughs> funny because he, he's the captain of the ship. Yeah, there's a, a a a God moment. I I don't believe in coincidence. I yeah. call these proof of God moments yeah. where you know I read the character. I didn't know he was four foot tall, and I didn't know he had four arms, but I did know. Like, the writers did such a good job in insinuating that he was like that that guy, that yeah. Ernie Borgnine guy. So that's what I did in the audition. And then years later, I'm reading one of the books, and the one of the creators said... You know, we modeled him on Ernie Borgnine. Oh, wow. And so like what is that thing that you have as an actor? Well, you you can't I can't claim it. Right. That was obviously divine intervention to make sure that I got the part.
3: Yeah, did you pegged it? That's yeah. very cool. It's very cool.
8: Nice. That's neat. You guys are great. Thank you for always having me. <laughs> Our it, pleasure.
0: Man. No, it's, it's yeah. cool. We're excited that this uh that this is coming out finally because we've been hearing about it for a long time. Uh, no date on when this will be released. Well, the Munsters.
8: Yet? It says in the trailer coming in twenty twenty two. Okay, so we, that gives us only six Some more months. months. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I gotta what believe. What, um, what's great about Rob too? Halloween, is Halloween right? would come on. Halloween? How does the house look? <laughs> you know, no Halloween time would be great. But he's, you know, he likes to dole the information out, Because right. he knows that it's it creates a buzz, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And he said that once. If I would say we're doing the Munsters, here's the people starring in it. Then everybody would write one article. But the way he does it, they write an article every day. Right. That's true. idea.
5: Next time you speak with him, uh, let him know that we're still very interested in the Broad Street Bullies movie that he had to I, shelve at one point.
8: I know. He. I think he'd love to make that. Has he ever been on the show? Yes. Yeah. yeah. He He's great. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. You know, so entertaining.
3: He's super talented. And uh, but yeah, that and he. In fact, he was talking about the. He was into the pre-production on the Broad Street Bullies movie yep. and we were leveled when we found out it was off the table, you know, cuz it was that would be a great movie.
8: It's just so it, there's so um I, you know, it's just so getting one movie, you know, I immediately was like what about the sequel? He was like, "I'll kill you. Let me finish this one."
3: Well, now you're 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 basically the uh, the Orson Welles of all these films, of the writing and directing and everything. So you 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 have coming from an actor's perspective, um, and now seeing how all that it takes to get these things done and released. Did you uh, did you always have the appreciation, or did you earn your appreciation? No, no,
8: I because I came up like my first movie was this thing called Cave Girls, so, right? And that was that's what the, you won the Oscar for. Yeah, I won the Oscar. <laughs> I remember they thought it was going to the guy who played Gandhi. And was he surprised when they mentioned really? money? I think he actually said an expletive that they leaped out because he was he was the front runner. Says, so, so, how do they yeah. give it to Cave Girl? Yeah, yeah. He goes, yeah. these people are fu-. so. Um, <laughs> but but I grew up like in independent movies, be- Cave Girl, Riversette, you know what I mean? Like it started in the independent and I I always knew how hard it was okay. to get the, the hook. Yeah. Now I'm learning what I've really learned is, you know, uh Movie distributors have a bit of a reputation. No, now. a slimy oh, one. Yeah, yeah. And they it's uh, hanky.
0: So we've heard so <laughs> many <much. Yeah>, hanky.
8: <laughs> <laughs> made-up word, man. Don't use made-up
1: words. <laughs> That's for the fugitive, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember
0: that. Uh, but, but how many projects walk all the way up to almost... Getting full on, yeah. we're we're doing it, and then just crumble and fall uh, apart, and never to be seen again.
3: Well, yeah, there's movies you know? that, that actually are finished and ready to go that sit on the on the shelf yeah. uh, that that, and then they they suddenly you know release them because they they have to fill. But with all the big content demand now,
8: yeah, I that, think we're uh, gonna. I'm I've also realized that the movies I'm making are really fulfilling a very particular thing that people. Don't, like I'm saying the movies we make through a channel right. of peace. Uh, they want a movie you could watch with your family. And my faith-based movies aren't like, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Girls>. <laughs> my movies yeah. are entertainment. And it's, and, and I always say, I, they're not even Jesus movies. You know, you bring me a good script script yeah. on a, a Muslim script or a, a Jewish script. I'll, I'll make that. I don't Do, really care. You know it's a just... perfect
3: example? The
8: movie Coda. Oh, terrific. Movie. Coda is, a,
3: is an uplifting movie that just, it just rocks. Yeah. And and it's got all those things and, and you, it's okay to make movies like that. Yeah. yeah.
8: And I I was, now there's why I was surprised. Where was that kid's Oscar? That yeah, girl?
3: I know.
0: Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, she was, her was her phenomenal. Oscar. Absolutely. There were a lot of people who could have gotten that and that. Uh, well, listen, I, I want to hit your, your website again, a channel of peace dot org. That's correct. Thank you. For and that. Uh, no problem. And so if you're if you're an, a, an actor in the area and are looking for, you know, uh, something, a project to be a part of, then, then definitely take a look at a channel of peace.org. So Munsters will be next. And then we'll keep an eye out for Lucky Louie and the Hail Mary. Yes, sir. OK, excellent. Well, it's so great to see you. All right, and, yeah, thank you, guys, and, you
8: guys, everybody. And uh Kathy, uh, we're going back to Lehigh Valley. I like, oh, God bless. Can I, what, can I just ask one question? Do people call you on weekends and say, uh, "Honey, we're gonna go to, we're going to the beach. Which way should we go?"
2: Well, because I can look at it on my phone. Oh, that's funny. So, so right. Yeah, my friends will call and say, what, "What is happening right now? Why am I sitting in this?" Oh my God! Daniel was
5: looking at your screen when you were doing.
8: Yeah. It yeah. It was I was like, trying to figure out what does she know that we don't know. Well, it turns out Kathy knows everything. everything.
0: <laughs> Okay. Nice.
8: Thank you, guys. Great Have to a good see week. you. Thank
0: you Thank so you. much. All right. Yeah.
8: Yeah. Get a robot, guys.
0: Yeah. Monsters sometime this year. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back in just a minute. Hang out with us. Hey gang, time's running out to sign up for the I Bleed for Preston and Steve blood drive. It's
3: happening on the 24th at two convenient locations. The Greater Philadelphia Expo Center in Oaks. And the Event Center Inside Live Casino in Hotel Philadelphia.
0: All donors get the newest Preston and Steve t-shirt and on-site refreshments including Everfresh juice. Plus a reusable tote bag from our friends at Window Nation. And for the first time, we'll be doing our show live from Oaks. While Brent, Jackie, and Sarah will check in live from Live Casino. As for
3: Pierre, he'll be somewhere we're sure. Oh dear!
0: Yeah, I bleed for Preston and Steve. Blood drive benefiting the American Red Cross.
3: Make your appointment at WMMR.com
7: now. Sponsored by Recovery Centers of America for addiction and mental health treatment. Call one eight hundred Recovery
0: from ninety three three WMMR, putting Philly first. I'm still trying to catch up on shard outs. Uh, nah. Real quick, uh, this one is. Uh, this one is supposed to be for I think the eighth and it's uh just Steve. Or no, who the hell is this from? It doesn't even say is it it for me. No, it's not for you. Oh. It's uh, all right, it says good evening, Preston. Today is the eighth. It's me and my wife's twenty-sixth wedding anniversary. We are big fans of the show and I was wondering if we can give her a juicy shout out. Preston and Steve show rocks. Doesn't sign his name. Uh it's DW, PS, I'm standing
3: behind you right now GWFC
0: <laughs> And then that's part okay. of Okay, there's Charlotte, mystery person Happy anniversary, that's for all the anniversary <laughs> It comes from HTP <laughs> Oh, this one I need to mention Because it's from Ann Gorski oh. Oh. Okay, So uh, Ann uh, said I wanted to send shout out to Sally Lafel. I met Sally in line at the Keenan's broadcast and got to chatting with her, and I learned that she's a first-grade teacher in the Abington School District at Copper Beach Elementary School who would be retiring in a few weeks. Very mm. sweet woman. And then we got lost in the crowds, and I never saw her again. A little while later, though, uh, my good friend Corey, who knew that I was there, told me that her kid's teacher is at Keenan's too and that she's the best teacher they would had uh, that they've ever had and happens to be retiring this year uh. And it was her. It was Sally. Her last day teaching is Wednesday, June 16th. So it was yesterday. Uh, On behalf of Corey, her kids, Danny and Josie, and all of her students, past and present from Copper Beach, please send Sally heartfelt uh, shardy retirement wishes. (laughs) Uh, may the Gorski with you, Sally, and that's from Anne. So there you go. There you go. Congratulations on uh, on your cool. retirement,
3: and uh, hope you. Uh, Do you remember your kindergarten it. teacher, ah, Mrs.
0: Oberman, Yeah, yep.
3: absolutely. Mrs. Mrs. Niccolo. Yeah. Miss Quinlan, yeah, Miss uh, Cross, Mrs. Cross, who uh, was going through, I think, early onset dementia. Uh-huh. Uh But she was adorable and wonderful. But um, you know, she had my my traumatizing moment in uh, kindergarten. Was we were out uh, looking at uh, the environment. Was part of the thing, so we got, went out to this field across the uh, from where the school was, and I had to go pee pee really badly. <laughs> and she I and they had a bathroom right in the in the class. You know, you could go right in the class. Oh, I... and she goes, oh, run 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 back run back run back. She locked the door to the bathroom. Oh, no! and, and I made peepees oh, no. in my pants. Oh, and everyone laughed. So everyone
7: oh, laughed at you. God. Laughed, at dude. Me. I'm so sorry to hear that.
3: And then my my uh, my mother brought me uh, pants to school, and I said. Bitch, I've been waiting.
0: No, no, no. I, Steve, I am legitimately. I feel so sorry for you. I'm sorry to hear that. Because moments like that, and listen, this might be a conversation for another time. Because we're (laughs) going to be on a bizarre file. uh, Still affect me. They resonate. Uh, They, they they really. It's like in um, uh, Inside Out. Uh, the core memories, memories. it's just something it's it's it hits so deeply in your psyche that it is it's
3: there for good and it's tangible, like you can feel it. My dad's uh, 94 and he recorded a journal, um, you know, of his life. So when my dad was in elementary school, it was 1932, 1933, you know. He recounts a story of Valentine's Day cards being handed out and this one girl who didn't get one and started crying. Over the course of his lifetime, he's never forgotten that and how sad it made him feel and how he tried to make her feel better. So those moments do resonate. Absolutely. By the way, I think I can name,
0: because you asked our, our kindergarten teacher's name, I think I can remember every grade school homeroom teacher. That I had. Oh, I can
4: remember all of my teachers. Yeah. All,
0: all, well, see, From I,
4: kindergarten through senior year of high school.
0: Yeah, but see, by the time I got <laughs> senior, by the time I got to high school, I had like eight different teachers per year. Yeah, right? yeah I yeah. Don't remember S- every same. single one of them. And
3: also, I had multiple schools pressed, because they kept resetting the district I was in. Yeah. So I kept going to different schools. I was the new kid in town, Eagles. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's, and
0: that's part of why we do The Coolest teachers. Yeah. It resonates.
2: I, I, I skip, I, skip years. Like, I can't remember. I remember kindergarten, don't remember first and second, and then I remember third through fifth.
3: Miss Amelia was my second. Uh, I had two teachers in third because we were out in California for a little while. Uh, and Mr. Kryshak never used underarm deodorant, uh, and, uh, fifth, Mr. Harris <laughs> always had the best, um uh field trips, so Mr. Harris loved oh. to take kids on field trips. there are a few teachers and and, I and Mr. Pilling ate tuna with his fingers oh, in, uh,
8: <laughs>
5: in uh, sixth grade it's a real shame yeah uh there are teachers i'm curious as to whether or not they're still with us you know yeah. i don't know any other way yeah. to find out i mean because you you can search for them, but i don 't know if there's obituaries or whatever and uh Yeah, but now I don't want to list their names for fear of them having passed. What I
2: remember about my kindergarten teacher was that uh, I think I told you guys this not that long ago. I don't remember why we were talking about it, but she had the alphabet um, above, uh, you know, on the wall right at the ceiling. And so each day we would go through a different letter and she would bring something in. Uh, to represent the letter. And when we got to W, she brought her waffle maker in. She yeah. made waffles for all of us. That's oh, pretty awesome. Right.
3: It's awesome. That's what I
2: remember about my kindergarten That's teacher. That's a badass. Oh, you had, you, you had
3: waffles, and I was pissing
0: myself. Yeah. <laughs> I
2: know.
0: Oh. But we all have our own kindergarten yeah, experiences. Yeah. Okay. So I never got to play with the fire truck. <laughs> ever. No. And your wife got you one. She bought me that for Christmas at, at, in my, I think I was in my 40s. And it was one of the greatest Christmas gifts I ever got. So, all right, we have to do the Bizarre File solution. Doing out now,
1: Desire. WMMR presents Desire. Kristen and Steve's bizarre file,
0: and it is brought to you this morning. Damn it, there we go. Brought to you by Horizon <laughs> Services. I was trying to be smooth about that, I couldn't straighten this out. Uh, get an AC tune up for $79 and up to a pound of refrigerant for free at horizoneasybook.com. Uh, so oh, okay, this is kind of funny. Uh, Although people got hurt. 25 people have been (laughs) treated for burns in northern Switzerland. Uh, because they walked across hot coals as part of a team-building exercise. Uh, come on. The old hot coal walking. Yeah, so this happened... Did they s- walk too slowly? This happened in Switzerland. They walked across hot coals as part of a team-building exercise. Thirteen of them were taken to the hospital and treated for more severe injuries after the incident. <laughs> a large emergency response, including ten ambulances, <laughs> arrived at the private event.
3: Don't you guys feel closer now? Uh,
0: the group walked <laughs> over a bed of coals that was uh, several meters in length and felt pain shortly after. It's not clear if there was an issue with the setup of the coals or how the group walked across them. Officials have opened an investigation and taken evidence from the site. We found
3: that Preston did a little investigating. It was a quarter mile long.
6: <laughs>
3: <laughs> it
6: doesn't
4: take much. When I was, uh, I think, about 16 years old, I was a lifeguard. And so I spent uh, the entire summer walking on... Pavement, right? right. Uh, on on some so, pavement. So, no, but as a result, the bottoms of my feet were really like hard. Okay. So I thought I could put a cigarette out with my bare foot. Oh, oh my boy. God! It was the uh, dumb. Turns that out was, uh, no. Turns out no. <laughs> turns, out no. Nope. turns out you get second degree burns.
0: Uh,
5: <laughs> fun fact.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and so walking across a bed of hot coals, often known as fire is sometimes used in motivational courses and charity events, and uh, it backfired on these. Days.
3: There's a set distance it should be. There's yeah. a set way to do it. It's 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 on, on, on the lines of like a parlor trick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Here's a local story which I
0: found quite interesting. Philadelphia police are searching for a man who they say stole a military prototype bicycle. Okay, so it's a bicycle worth $100,000. What? On Saturday, an unidentified man broke through the back door glass window at Christine All Wheel Drive Bicycle, which is on uh, North 2nd Street. The man then stole a $100,000 military 1996 prototype bike and Jeez. fled the area. I guess since it's a prototype, it has some kind Possibly? of collectible value to it. Ring the bell. Up oh,
6: my butt. The... Wait, what?
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. The suspect was captured on surveillance video. Uh, police described him as a bald black male and a be- with a beard and medium build wearing a dark hooded sweatshirt, blue jeans, and dark <sighs> shoes. And if you uh, see him, they say don't approach. Instead, call 911 immediately. But I'm looking at, we're looking at the picture,
3: the video of this bicycle, and I don't know what possibly could bring it up to... I don't know. Uh, again, maybe the prototype aspect. I, I, I could see if there's, like, a howitzer mounted on it or right, something. Yeah, yeah. That, that would warrant $100,000. <laughs> yeah. Think? Wow.
0: All right, it might not look like it at first glance, but a headstone on the Warren Powers Cemetery in Polk County has a hidden message. So, this is what it says. is the, um, Lindsay Owen is the daughter of late Stephen Owens and says... Uh, That the headstone states, forever in our hearts, until we meet again, cherished memories known as our brother, father, papa, uncle, friend, and cousin. Now, if you pay special attention to the headstone, you'll notice that the first letter of each phrase reads, F off.
4: (laughs) Is is that on purpose? Yes, it's something
0: that Stephen Owens family members (laughs) say that he often said jokingly. Yeah. Uh, Lindsay said uh, it was definitely his term of endearment. If he didn't like you, he didn't speak to you. It's just who he was. Uh, he he's easily riled up. It was always a goal of some sort to have him tell or to have him tell you to do this. So Stephen's family said so they would they would get at him. They would poke yeah. at him to get him to say it to him. Uh, Stephen's family said that the epitaph is something his family did as a harmless way to remember him. Uh, but it has now been called into question by the cemetery. Uh, cemetery staff say that they've been against the headstone from the beginning.
3: They they notice it right away. Okay, yeah. How could you not? Because the way it's laid out, it spells it vertically.
0: Yeah. So if they, they said that um, the profanity has no place where loved ones are laid to rest. I think um, I, if, you, if that's what you want, uh, you know, it, it's not like it just says F off blatantly. Uh, now uh, Stephen Owens' family is hoping that they don't have to get rid of the headstone <laughs> Uh, while some may find it offensive, the family says that it wasn't their intention and they hope that others can find the humor in it. I
3: think, you you know, your final wishes should be, fo- unless it, it causes harm to someone else. Yeah. Um, and well, I understand, you know, sensi- sensitivities. Well, I, w- I
0: would also imagine, though, that before you, uh, you know, purchase a plot, that yeah. there are some rules
3: that a cemetery may have. What they should sell, Preston, it'd be a great item, is just sell, like, stone, the, the, granite, whatever they're, they're made out of, of two hands coming up, flipping the birds coming from the ground. Coming
0: up out of the ground. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would Wouldn't be that great. be great. That would be great. Uh, so, here's a story in India. In love with each other, but both married to different persons, this couple wanted to live together. Uh, but uh, societal obligation came in the way. They, uh, much like Bollywood, her- hero and heroine decided to die together. Oh, man. So, the date and venue to jump into the river Yamuna together was also fixed. But the twist came at the last moment. While the woman took the plunge, the man decided not to give up his life. <gasps> Shocked at her paramour's betrayal, the woman... Uh, who knew how to swim, swam out of the river. And with no more love between left uh, left oh between them, the 32-year-old wo- uh, mo- woman, a mother of a six-year-old daughter, has now uh, lodged a suit against him. You son of a bitch. Uh, his name is Chandu. Uh, so an investigation into the incident is on. According to reports, a woman was in a relationship with Chandu many, for many years. Some months back, uh, she went to Poon, which I think is Comanche Indian. Yes. Yeah. Uh, for with uh, her six-year-old daughter in her absence, Chandu got married without informing the woman. Mm-hmm. When the woman returned back, they fought over the issue. Chandu then promised to marry her after divorcing his wife. However, she he was reluctant. Uh, after many fights over the issue, they finally decided to die by suicide. So they met on the New Yuma Bridge. And as per the woman, she jumped into the river first, but Chandu did not follow her. The woman then swam back to the riverbank somehow, and police reached the spot and admitted uh, the woman to the hospital. So she had reported this now. I
3: didn't know you could swim. (laughs) Right, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't know she could swim.
0: So, yeah, there's that. And then finally, uh, we'll end, or should I save that one for tomorrow? Save it for tomorrow. I think I'll save it for tomorrow. We got a wrap here. I'll I'll do a, a very, very short one. Uh, state troopers came across an unlikely vehicle on a Southern Indiana interstate. It was an electric Walmart cart on the interstate. Interstate, okay.
3: Now those do get up to like seventy miles an hour, don't they? Yeah, they, yeah. they
0: can move with traffic. So, but according to Facebook, uh, senior trooper Rob Caudell. Came across a man riding an electric, electronic cart while pushing a construction barrel uh, uh, around 5 a.m. and it was on I 265. Uh, The man was taken to Louisville, Kentucky, for pending charges while the cart was recovered and returned to Walmart. Officials remind you that unauthorized vehicles like electric carts are not allowed on the interstate. Plus, slower vehicles should use the right, use the right hand lane.
4: Now it's not an interstate, but you guys know that uh, Chuck D'Amico drove his uh, his riding lawnmower home from uh, Lowe's a few weeks ago after he purchased it. After he purchased it.
0: And how, he, how far? He, uh, uh, over a mile. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, I would love to have seen that. <laughs> yeah. Nice. All right. And there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you. All right. Let's take a quick break. Come back in a second and see how you're doing uh, with the lesson question. And if you've been paying attention or not, we'll come back in just a moment. Make sure that you stay with us because we will be right back.
7: Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok.
0: The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant... Krista, she's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring—a bright white, high-quality round brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under seven hundred dollars. Online at i or at the other corner of Eighth and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's i
7: now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh,
0: coming to the end of the program, we still got a little ways to go before we wrap for the day, including a chance for you to win something vote free right now with a lesson question. We have a float experience from Halcyon Floats that we are going to give away for the correct answer to this question. And I, Nick brought me several Really good question
5: today. Uh-huh.
0: I'm having a hard time <laughs> deciding which one I want to go you sh- with.
5: You should read them all, uh, the ones that you don't ask, because they're good. Yeah,
0: I will have to do that. Um,. How about this? What is Charlie Sheen's surfboard made out of? 215-263-WMMR. It is not made of mercury. Okay. It's uh, it's another thing. What is Charlie Sheen's surfboard made out of? Let's see if you know. 215-263-WMMR. We'll do the trash while you call. The trash business is a
1: gold mine. 93.3 WMMR. With Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash.
0: Brought to you by Halcyon Floats. You can give Dad the ultimate gift of relaxation this his Father's Day with a float from Halcyon Floats, Philadelphia's premier float center. Relax, recover, reset, halcyonfloats.com. Steve, what's going on this morning?
3: Well, Amber Heard says that despite all she's been through, she still has strong feelings for Johnny Depp. Heard told Savannah Guthrie that, quote, you don't just stop loving a man you shared a bed with and then crapped in that bed. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Britney Spears has fired her entire security team after they allowed her ex-husband to crash her wedding and gain access to the inside of her home. Spears says someone has to be the adult in the room, so she's buying a gorilla. <laughs> oh,
1: my God. And
3: finally, Taryn Egerton and Jonathan Bailey took time to recount stories of working together in the critically acclaimed West End production of the play Cock. Yes, that's the title. Bailey revealed a mishap one night during a performance in which he went through the wrong door and ended up in butthole.
6: Oh, my God.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's your Hollywood trash. <laughs>
6: okay.
3: Yep. Uh, you know, you, the doors will look the same, here. I, I, I know,
0: yes, and uh, one should have a chicken on it, because uh-huh. that's okay. <laughs> Lesson question uh, is, what is Charlie Sheen's surfboard made out of? Two one five two six three wmfr We're going to go to Jeff
6: <laughs>
0: <laughs> for the answer. Hey there, Jeff. Gadzook. Duke. Gadzook. All right, Jeff, uh, what is uh, Charlie Sheen's surfboard made out of? That would be an AIDS surfboard. AIDS, yes. Hang on a second. Uh, Jeff, you got it right. We're going to give you a float experience from Halcyon Floats. We were just mentioning that. Uh, You can give Dad the ultimate gift of relaxation this Father's Day with a float from Halcyon Floats, Philadelphia's premier float center. Relax, recover, reset. Halcyonfloats.com. Okay, so the other ones? (laughs) Yeah. Were uh, what is uh, the what is Preston's newest character, and that's the forgetterer. <laughs> uh, what is the alien's sleep number? Splorf, <laughs> splorf. I was, air, I was air, hoping that would be the one. What airline does Casey normally fly? Fart Airlines.
4: Um, <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. I should know that. And then Southwest is a low-cost airline. Frontier is ultra-low-cost. Which airline is by far the cheapest way to travel? Circus Air. <laughs> <laughs> so all right, all... three, two, one.
4: There
1: you go. All right, music <laughs> news. Here we go. Yeah. Preston and Steve's Music view on 93.3 WMMR.
6: Yeah!
0: Yeah! yeah. Brought to you by Jersey Mike's. And Jersey Mike's the only place that you can get your sub Mike's way because authentic ingredients make all the difference. Be a sub above. Uh, I teased this earlier this morning, but Foo Fighters have rolled out most of the artists set to perform at the Taylor Hawkins Tribute Concert set for London's Wembley Stadium. It's kind of spectacular. September 3rd and Los Angeles at the Forum on September 27th. And tickets for both concerts will go on sale. Friday, tomorrow, at uh, 9 a.m. local time via the Foo Fighters website. And
3: you hinted
0: you might be trying Ye- to go to one of these shows? Might be going to the London show. Wow. and see about that. Some uh, friends had uh, mentioned it, and it seems a little more viable than I had thought on first suggestion, so That'd we'll be see. be
4: amazing.
0: When is that one? Uh, it is September 3rd. It's over Labor Day weekend. So, mm. yeah, that can work. Uh, so, the Wembley Stadium tribute will feature Queens, Brian May, and Roger Taylor. Rush's Getty Lee and Alex Lifeson. Well, there you go. Stuart Copeland. So there's three of my Jesus. favorite people right there. Yeah. I mean, if you go back to Brian May, four. Uh, and Roger Taylor. Yeah. Too. Uh Wolfgang Van Halen, Liam Gallagher, Josh Homme, Mark Ronson, Rufus Taylor, Omar Hakim. Omar Hakim is a great drummer. He played, he did a lot of jazz stuff. He played in Sting's band. So I would love to see him, too. Nickelback. Uh, no, Supergrass and Hawkins Chevy metal bandmates Chris Cheney, Leah, and comedian Dave
3: Chappelle. That sounds like, man, that's, that's, a, that's a
0: killer bill. Now, it says here the L.A. Forum concert will feature essentially the same lineup with the addition of Gene Simmons, Nikki Six, Chad Smith, Miley Cyrus, Alanis Morissette, Luke Spiller... John Theodore, Brad Will, and Pat Wilson, and of course, they will name other people as things well, go. So you I expect think that,
3: to pay for this amazing concert package.
0: So I think the the Los Angeles show is going to be the bigger one. It seems to be, <clears throat> you know, especially since he's you know American and yeah. and uh, and that uh, they will put, have an easier time filling out. Uh, that lineup. So, uh, But we'll have to wait and see if a ticket's going on sale tomorrow for
4: that. We we should probably go to that one.
0: Yeah? Yeah. Wait a minute.
4: Spend the entire week out there. Uh, Yes, Casey. We probably should. Uh Uh-huh. Because I'll be flying home from L.A. that uh, Saturday. Or will you be (laughs) flying? Or will I be? Yeah,
5: Yeah, because the tentative plans now are for you to leave Monday the 19th. Mm -hmm. Maybe it just... Stay out there. Maybe we'll stay out there and hang at Chiquinos or something.
0: Mm -hmm. All right, we'll see about that. Mm. Ozzy Osbourne says that he is feeling the love and support from fans following his life-altering surgery that involved removing and realigning pins in his neck and back. He wrote on Instagram yesterday, I am now home from the hospital recuperating comfortably. And he said, I'm definitely feeling the love and support from all my fans and sending everyone a big thank you. For their thoughts, prayers, and well wishes during my so recovery. this
3: pivotal procedure basically would have had it not gone well, it would have rendered him wheelchair bound. Basically, that's my understanding. And because it went well, he can now move and talk.
6: <laughs>
3: Here you go, buddy. Take what care. happened?
2: Nothing? What's going on? Oh God! What is, I'm so grossed
0: out. I coughed, and a loogie came flying. Out.
2: Here's some bleach.
0: You guys never us. would have known if Casey didn't start crying. No, but up. I saw you
4: No, well, I saw it. I saw it with my own two eyes.
0: And I think probably the video was on Steve because he was talking, so you didn't I don't yeah, think I our, dodged a bullet I don't think on our viewers one, at home happened to catch that. So Anyway, I got It's like when questions. Steve got caught peeing his pants. <laughs> Same yeah, thing happened to me it's just embarrassing. now.
3: Embarrassing. I know. <laughs> All right,
0: uh Mrs. Met-
3: Cross locked the bathroom door.
0: Oh. Smash Mouth is
3: back with... There are
2: a- benefits to working with all men, but there are some times when I'm like, God, I wish
3: there were women in this room. Yes, a little bit more finesse, finishing qualities.
0: What are the benefits to, to working with
3: men? A lot, a lot of D.
2: No, there's a lot less drama and, and oh, okay. cattiness.
3: Ah, I like that. Yeah. Bitch.
2: Except, What's <laughs> happening Except <here>? with Casey. <laughs> He's like a girl.
3: I am. Okay. Right. There's actually, there's all sorts of things going on across the... You can't even yeah, see I'm the guy's okay. There's two shows happening there's right, right now. There's some stuff going yeah. on over here. They're actually, they they're, they both brought in their thimble collections,
6: <laughs>
0: and they're looking no, at them. I almost threw something away that I needed to have in uh, case it's he was, your passport. Like, mildly, mildly, mildly chastising me, and he caught it. I did not chastise you, you I just you're caught
4: like, it. it. All right, anyway. I'm like, I'm, like a, I'm catching everything. I caught the booger coming out
7: of your
6: face.
0: wasn't a booger. <laughs> It's a loogie (laughs) came out of my throat. That's less embarrassing than a booger, don't you think? No,
6: it's just all gross.
3: It is. I think it is. That's my that's my kryptonite. They are tied, honestly. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Yeah. No,
0: see, I find booger more uh, more embarrassing.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All
0: right. Yeah. Uh, Where sma- did we left off? Smash Mouth. Smash yeah. Mouth. Uh, listen to this. I did not know this. Uh, they're back with a new vocalist, new single, and a new video, now fronted by a guy named Zach Good. They released a cover of Rick Astley's 1987 hit Never Gonna Give You Up. Uh, Good, an actor and songwriter, just joined uh, in time for the band's Largest ever gigs last month they played fifty thousand people in Guadalajara, Mexico.
3: Did and they know Smash I, Mouth was going to be there?
0: What I didn't know was Steve Harwell, the former vocalist, retired last year because he was having some serious health problems in yes. two thousand thirteen. Did you hear about this? Yeah, yeah, I did not know this. Uh, he had uh, cardiomyopathy, heart failure, and were Nikki. Encephalopathy. Enso, uh, which that, I'm not sure
3: what that is. I didn't hear that last one. I knew he had heart issues. Um, there, in the piece that I saw about it, it was suggested, and this is just what they were <laughs> suggesting, that that could have been as a result of drinking and drugs. Okay. Uh, so I'm, Smash- not, I'm not validating that or saying that's the case.
0: Smash Mouth kicks off a summer tour in on uh, July 3rd in Ohio, and finally, the long wait is over. The twice delayed stadium tour. Featuring Def Leppard, Motley Crue, Poison, Joan Jett, and the Blackhearts finally launches tonight wow. in Atlanta. And the 36-date Trek will play through the summer. They will be here on the 25th. That's a cool bill. Motley Crue said in a joint statement, it's on. We don't think will uh, that we've ever looked forward more to kicking off a tour than this one. We can't wait uh, to finally see all the fans cross North America again get ready for a wild ride this summer. Joe uh, Joe Elliott from Def Leppard said on behalf of the band, we're beyond thrilled that the stadium tour is finally happening this summer and it's been a while coming and we can't wait to get back on stage again and we can't wait to see you in one of the many stadiums soon. Brett Michaels of Poison said, there are not enough words to thank three generations of fans for making this such an exciting, record-breaking, historical tour with the fastest sellouts in history at these stadiums. And then Joan Jett said, we are so excited to get back on the road again. We miss doing what we love most and can't wait to see The fans out there, again, I believe we're going to have Brett on uh, next week. Yeah, it was supposed to be tomorrow, but they pushed it back to some point next week. After the whole loogie thing. Brett and Mike, yeah, (laughs) word got out quickly, (laughs) and they just canceled the interview. Wanted to sanitize the entire studio. (laughs) Brett, so, all right. And then, uh, finally, uh, we had mentioned that MMR is uh, sponsoring the Always Sunny podcast live Sunday, September 18th at the Met. And there is a pre-sale that just started about 30 minutes ago. Excellent. And while supplies last at Ticketmaster.com, use the uh, the password Dazzle, All right, D A D-A-Z-Z-L-E. Uh, so Glenn, Charlie, and Rob will be in town for an in-person taping at the Met of their critically acclaimed podcast, which is an unofficial look back in the past 15 years of It's Always Sunny. In Philadelphia. So, complete details, WMMR.com. There's uh, also a chance for you to win tickets if you're an MMR VIP on the contest. page. All right, and that's what I have in music news for you. Let's take a break. Come back in a second. We will return and wrap things up. So, stay with us.
7: Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Thursday morning, about ready to come to a close for us. We got great
0: word, uh, great news this morning. I know that the promos are still running for the blood drive, uh, but uh, we I just found out this morning that all of our appointments have been filled. Yes. yes. Amazing, right? That is fantastic. Yeah. I, I'm... I'm actually surprised. We're doing it two different locations. I don't and know, longer. I don't know if we're taking more donations or not. There's still some COVID protocols and distancing and so on. Uh, but I'm really excited to hear that all those slots have been filled up, except for some special donations. I don't know specifically which ones, but there are things like the Double Red donation yes. um, that you can look into and maybe you qualify for those. Uh, but You can go to PrestonAndSteve.com and get the information and uh, maybe help us out there.
3: Now it'd be I'd be curious to see as we start to move through if some people have to cancel because they things happen. Always. Yeah. So sure. there there might that may might mean availability, so keep checking. Check back. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. And
0: and that day, even though they don't do walk ups through the morning, uh there will be people that uh, will have low iron and things like that. Right. Which means that spots can open up later on, so you may want to even check that day on the website and uh see if that um is a slot that you could fill up. And speaking of that day, uh, hey. Pierre Robert, who is here, is going to be doing his show live yeah. from the Oaks location. Hey.
1: Exactly. So it's awesome, man. Is the this the first you're hearing is... of
0: this? No. Okay. I uh,
1: I had the idea a while ago hmm. that maybe I could broadcast from out there or f- uh, from Live Casino. Live casino setup it doesn't allow for it in this particular case, so that it could be at either of the locations to be of... Whatever assistance, questionably, I might bring to the uh, party. And um, uh, Eric thought it was a great idea. Our incredible uh, promotion director, Eric Simon. Bill uh, thought it was a great idea. And then they uh, uh, figured it out so um, that I could come up and follow you guys. Excellent. Yeah, we're looking forward
0: to that. And this will be our first time doing a live show. Uh, from the blood drives has usually been on a Saturday, right? Uh, and uh, as Steve was saying, it's longer, it goes from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Normally, it would be like uh, 7 a.m. to like 4 or
1: something yeah. like that. So, it'd be cool, so, man. Yeah, I think there's some great possibilities uh, for that to uh, be a very successful day, yeah. and uh, really look forward to it. Excellent. Real quick, I'd like to thank uh, Cecily Tynan for coming on, Yay!
6: For this
0: clearing up what those percentages mean. When they say there's a 50% chance of rain, and then we got into a uh, uh, debate about uh, partly cloudy and mostly sunny. <laughs> right. Um, and you but, confused everyone. The and then I did not confuse you everyone. You kind of did. <laughs> uh, uh. I could try to explain it to you again, but no. you, you'll have a hard time.
2: No, we had it. You had it wrong.
0: No, I said.
2: <laughs> no, don't do it. Don't do it. I said uh, I'm sorry I said anything. Partly <laughs> no,
0: sunny would also be mostly cloudy.
2: But it's
0: not. <laughs> no, it sounds right.
2: Oh, right. she you know what said I mean? it Thank was it?
0: Casey got it. All right, anyhow, there are subtle differences. Uh, Daniel Roebuck. Yay! The actor who is playing Grandpa Munster in The Munsters <laughs> stopped in this morning. He's great. He was telling the stories. He always... He always has no problem sharing stories from back when he was on the mo- in the movie The Fugitive yes. and, and uh, River's Edge. And, Take a look at his collection oh, of man. movies. He's
3: been in great stuff.
0: Yep, and he is now directing, writing, and directing movies, and he casts Out of the Delaware Valley. Yes. Um, and his website, I don't remember off the top of my head. Can you reach into the Loogie uh, Channel of A Channel of org. <laughs> Uh, and you never know. If you're uh, an actor, you might... Uh, just you the opportunity it. you're looking for. Yep. So and he
3: has, he has, definitely has cred.
0: Yep. Cool. him uh, Stop by this morning.
3: All right. So, Letter of the Day. You ready, Pierre?
0: Yes. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, The Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by The Letter. T is in Tommy. All right. And we have one more to go. We'll get it tomorrow and we'll give away a dinner for ten.
7: Tommy want
0: wingy. <laughs> At Nebraska Brazilian Steakhouse to celebrate the graduate in your life. And uh, 15 different cuts of meat and fish served right at your table and a gourmet salad bar. It is the perfect place for your graduation celebration. Private rooms available for parties of 16 or more. Info and reservations at Nabraza.com. So we give that away tomorrow. What are you giving away today, Pierre?
1: Um, let's see. I'm going to be giving away Motley Crew tickets Ooh. and Def Leppard, Poison, Joan Jett, Black Hearts, uh, the show that you were just talking about. Uh, so we've got that. We've got Workforce blocks of Ghost and Godsmack, the double G, and David Bowie. Uh, Ziggy Stardust is 50 today. Whoa. And um, that album, that legendary album, and uh, we have it to play and a brand new track from it that they have uncovered. And uh, I believe we will have that to play in our block as heard well. Heard about that, have not heard that. Yeah. Okay. I have not either. Right. Um, but we have it, Pancake tells me. So um, we'll probably throw that in. And um, uh, and then we'll get also, it's exciting news on that Foo Fighters show. Yeah, um, amazing. Yeah. That uh, if I had a passport, I could come with you. <laughs> to, um, <laughs> I'm still in my passport drama. Uh-huh. There's this, so I, I got on the line. There's this number you can call to try to get it. Uh, next weekend, I have an opportunity to go to Toronto for the weekend for a party. And it would be a quick trip, but it's not a long flight. How long was it when we flew there? Oh, it's like an hour. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not far from here. So, and then I said, oh, perfect. And I get everything ready. And then I realized my passport had expired.
6: Uh.
1: Um... (laughs) Can't you help me, Kathy? I
2: tried to. You didn't listen to me.
1: Of course I didn't. You always tell me that every night at dinner. You never listen to me. Anyway. There's um, a place
2: in Old City you can go to, and you can go into the building, and you can sit and wait.
0: Yeah. I had a friend who did that. Yeah. Uh, and, it, and was able to do it, but it's one of those things where you go early in the morning. You don't know. And you just got to wait, and, and you might get it soon, or it
1: might take all day. Yeah. Yep. I
0: huh. did
2: it once before, and it was quick. Really? I, I was there for maybe an hour, and I was done out the door. Um, But there are days where it's not like that.
1: Is it open on the weekends?
2: Mm, That's a good question. I I would say probably not Not, because it's a federal office.
1: Just play a long song and go. uh... I can do that. (laughs) I I played in a Gata DeVita the other day. (laughs) Yesterday, in fact. I could do that again. Uh, So I called this number, this passport expedited number. And this guy comes on after a 20-minute wait. But I was on the treadmill at the gymnasium, so it was all right. And, And then I got on the elliptical. And then he finally came on. And uh, he said, you have to make an appointment. Uh, And I had to read him my hotel information in Toronto. And then I did that. And then um, he said, okay, uh, now you need to make an appointment. um, And I can get the only office of passports uh, for expedited for when you want to leave is in Hawaii. I said, what? He said, you'd have to go to the uh, passport office in Hawaii. I'm not kidding. And then he said... Oh, that just disappeared off my screen. Wait a minute. Arkansas. One opened in Arkansas. I said, how about like the Northeast Corridor somewhere? Right. Um, New York, you uh, know. Boston. Arkansas was kind of a win, though, when it was first Hawaii. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, that, but then it disappeared. He said, call back. I said, sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I mean, it's not. Seems it's, pretty well run. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting. <laughs> All right, I'm just going to run down to the customs <laughs> house and I'll be back.
2: Here, the passport office in the city opens at 8 a.m. I think tomorrow you should get up at 7, and I'm, and I'm serious, and go at 8. Yep. See if you can get We're it wrapped park up in by. Tut, tut, tut,
1: tut, ye have such little faith.
2: You could get it.
1: Well, All right, I'm going to work on it. That's
2: Thank
5: like
6: you,
3: when you That's that, work that kind of, of commitment. Luck. Yeah,
5: I'll, 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 see, what
3: right what I'll
6: <laughs> see what I
2: can do. see what I can
5: do. Could you
1: play that fifth song from the eighth album I'll by Iron Maiden? <laughs>
5: I'll see what I can that, do. You should put that on a shirt. I, I'll see what I can do. That's, That's a, a great dot, idea. Dot. Yeah. That's a great <laughs> idea. <laughs>
1: Well, I learned that a long time ago. In request line, you can't play every request, so you just say, "I'll see what yeah. I can do." What's what I can do, wow. I can do for you? Yeah. yeah, and I and I get
3: a lot of them. Mm-hmm. You're testing yourself. What can I achieve? I what can I achieve? Yeah. Yeah. And you Let's can't see. achieve everything. <laughs> Let's so yeah. see. I'll just
1: see if I can achieve a passport. Anyway, turns okay.
3: out it was out, out of my realm.
1: It was, <laughs> as so many things are. And having said that, I turn it back to you. Sir. All right, All right you thank you. Preston's talking. got that. Can we? <laughs> no, no, no. I was actually bill. enjoying this one. I was actually enjoying. This are we channel. ever close to getting back on the rails? Because uh, I was just in that closing segment, and then he started the passport stuff.
0: Well, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna thank our sponsors. President Steve Show is brought to you by Dunkin', the official coffee of the President Steve Show. Also, Acme Markets, Fresh Foods, Local Flavors, and Nitro Circus. They're coming to Trenton Thunderball Park wow. on June 26, and tickets are on sale now. Tomorrow, wrapping up the week with uh, Bill Clement. Who's being uh, inducted into the National uh, Hockey Hall of Fame, yeah. uh, which is really cool. Uh, and also director Tony Yasenda yes. will be joining us. So we got some things to get to tomorrow, uh, so we'll do it then. That is it. We are done. So rage on and have yourself a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.
7: He's gonna have you younger... on the map by two to by two by bapa doo